book open like that. I don't know if he maybe went up. No, you would have seen him the second time, I'm sure. Anyway, he was good. Ah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, we're going to review that. That's some really good blend chat that we've just jumped in right before we started. We've been really good, and now we're... Ah, we're pros. We're pros. We can do this. (coughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dots. Word with Dots? Yeah. I have a... It's not really a word with dots. It's just a funny, not a funny, a, a cool tweet that I saw. Cool for it. It's from uh, Cornell West. He's a, uh, a professor and uh, all around good guy. Uh, hope is not the same thing as optimism. Hope cuts against the grain. Hope is participatory. Optimism looks at the evidence to see whether it allows us to infer that we can do X or Y. Hope says, I don't give a damn. I'm going to do it anyway. Deep. That's good. And long. <laughs> No, I'm stop. I'm not even gonna go there. Hi oh, no. <laughs> the message is just do it. Just uh-huh. do it exactly. Nike said that for years, mate. I just thought it was cool. The difference between hope and no, uh, it was actually that was one of your best. I reckon hope and optimism. I'm not be yeah. funny since we hit episode fifty. Mikey Dots has been putting in the work on the old world with Dots. Trying. Chuff will be the judge of that. <laughs> she won't <laughs> like it. Literally, you couldn't say anything that she wouldn't just roll her eyes at. Fucking hipster. <laughs> <laughs> you got Andy Mack on the ones and twos as per usual. Well, what's happening? Um, you can get in contact with us. This is where we would usually do a sponsor. However, we are currently sponsorless. So. If you are interested in your brand, business, or whatever you want being mentioned here, please get in contact with us at monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yes. Um, had a lot of feedback off of episode 50. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, almost all of it positive. There was a couple <laughs> of hiccups that we addressed online, so if you're listening, pff, whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> no, well, no, we, we explained everyone, we talked to everyone, so if there's any issues, please feel free to at us. We are not going to cry when it comes to feedback. No. Well, I will just say quickly, I had a, a quick conversation with Craig McCafferty, and I did say that I would address it on the show, and oh. I don't think I got it wrong. I just said that I thought Neil Lennon uh, sometimes doesn't help himself. I'd certainly said nothing about bullets and that being okay in the post, so oh, just fair. to clear that up. Oh, okay. I had a comment back from Phil through some just of my usual inane ramblings and words falling out of my mouth before I understand them. But that was all cleared up as well. And we're looking forward to hooking up with Phil tomorrow. Phil's going to hook us up with the original Maurice mm-hmm. sketch that kicked off the the official mascot of the podcast name. So yeah. we're going to get that. We're going to get that put up in the new studio. Get that nice and framed oh. up. Ready for next week. And the unit high. The unit. Yeah, this is uh, this is our last official podcast in Mike's in Mike's house. At the table, yeah. At the round table. Ninety nine point nine nine percent of the podcasts have been recorded here. Yeah. It's been a few away days. A few away days, aye. Yeah. yeah. Um it's only actually it's only ever been recorded here and at Chuff's flat. It's the only two places it's been done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Unless when I was in New York, did you guys go anywhere? No, I just did it at Chuff's. Yeah. Broke in here and just did other things. Yes. <laughs> so your door was ajar. Crowbar. I wasn't the one who urinated in your wardrobe. Ah, I knew it was smelling. Like <laughs> but no, other than that, feedback's been very positive. Had a Mama Pat's ever present with the feedback. Said she was roaring laughing the whole way up the road. When she was walking <laughs> to work listening to it. Um, she also says that she struggles sometimes to put across her point of view and she feels like Andy Mack nails it every single week. Ah, oh, there you go. We're mates on Twitter now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mama Pats. <laughs> I like Stosh's comment on the Facebook. He says, Andy, 
Uh, enjoy making comments about Mama Pats, but remember that's Paul's mum too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I couldn't take him. <laughs> <laughs> I think the three of us could try, and we'd still all end up in a heap in the flare. I but, saw uh, I saw Stash today, um, Stash and Gilray, mm-hmm. and uh, they said they both had very positive comments about episode fifty. Everyone's up to episode fifty, it seems yeah. like. Uh, so they said that it was hilarious and uh, to keep up the good work. Also, Stu. Uh, clipboard mm-hmm. he was listening as well he said he was up to 50 everyone had good comments about it. it's good it was funny like someone was like um oh it was billy and his and his bride his new bride uh joanna i just want to get her name out there i want to do the same thing that we did with uh <laughs> the night and day crew um they were like yeah you need to have us on your on your show and i was like show what show and they were like your podcast i was like oh shit yeah i do a show weekly <laughs> i would love to have a married couple on that would just be hilarious i know yeah we should do it they yeah. uh, they would be good crack too i think we have to do a, we'll do a hurricane series yeah stash was bitching about not being on i was like yeah you're welcome to come on anytime we need, we need to actually we actually need to have this is off my shit we need to have a production meeting yeah. Get some names written down. I know. I've. Uh, I'm going to buy us a calendar for the unit. Well, it's interesting just because now down in the new spot, once you get moved down there next week, I've actually got loads of people that I've been kind of speaking to, trying to get stuff lined up. So I was probably going to speak to you about that at the end of tonight's show. Dos. So. Behind, behind the scenes, I have let the team down again, and I have uh, let another guest slip through my fingers. So uh, apologies. <laughs> we decided it'd be nice to do the final one in the flat, just the three of us. Yes. Just like we did last. Saying that last week was was episode 51 was a lot. That's the one I got so many comments on, especially uh, Mitch Hunter's bra or no, about the posh wanks. <laughs> oh man, that got us some serious heat. Like I was, we had a tweet from Tony Leach, shout out to Tony Leach. He was mm-hmm. saying he was roaring away at himself on a bus. Mama Pat's <laughs> laughing in public. I played it. To, I played that bit to Chuff before we went out, and uh, she was in absolute bits. Like, is that where you're at the point at now? We have to play things for her. She won't listen. To <laughs> Don't yeah, worry, because Connie yeah, doesn't listen to any of this yeah. shit anyway. So she can't matter. get password with her dots. <laughs> okay, so she's like, nope. She's gonna hate this week. Uh, she literally. She, she only ever listens to podcasts just before she falls asleep. But I'm starting guilt tripping her into checking out a few more. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Uh, she loved it as well. She was—I mean, she actually gave us a, a topic for our suggestion last week of three topics that we all have to discuss. Okay. So she's given us a genre that we'll get to later on. We'll talk through that. Oh, the oh, top okay. three thing. Ah, uh, the top three. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. She's given okay. us a subject she'd like to hear our opinions on. Oh, cool, Ooh, nice. So we'll get to that bit in a little bit. Um, I think I've, like I say, I, I don't want to go into everyone's feedback, but everyone who's got in touch has been very positive. Yes. So yeah, thank you very much again for listening. The feedback I have to say that. I think last week was possibly my favourite episode we've ever done. Like, in terms of just pure hilarity and like, uh, bants, man. Just pure there's a lot bants. Of, I think there's not a lot of beeps in that as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love the beeps, though. I think yeah. the beeps make it hilarious, though. Well, a little bit more feedback. Sorry, then we'll move on. Uh, Andy Henderson, as usual, chimed in. He said, um, uh, first he sent me a picture of the uppercut, like the, the thing. You know what I mean? I'll show you guys and I'll put it up on the Facebook page. And so this is where I got the idea from for the Uppercut Barbershop. Right. Mm-hmm. So he sent that to me, and I was like, yeah, well, that's where I got the idea from. It's actually um, a really good pomade. I used to use it. It smells uh, like coconuts. Oh, that's good. 
shit here. Um, and then he wrote, oh, so you're, he's like, you're, so your idea is still a gold mine? I was like, of course. And I wrote that in Random Spoons. Uh-huh. And uh, he says, Random Spoons could literally be the worst in capitals, the worst thing anyone has ever come up with ever in capitals. <laughs> so I just wrote back, hater. I, I got some feedback on Random Spoons, actually. Did uh, you? Yeah, no, a personal. Can, can I just say, I don't think I've ever heard feedback coming from Andy Henderson that's positive. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a positive guy. I, I had a guy at work with who didn't want to be named said, um, can you please bring up how god awful Random Spoons is? Just awful. Um, total shite. It's funny, he goes, but what? I'm, I'm fucking with Andy now anyway, right? So I'm like, he's like, uh, he goes, A, because I easily don't see how you, A, think that, thought this was a need, B, think it's a good idea. So I wrote, I wrote back, do you not use cutlery when you eat? <laughs> and he wrote, I do, but why would I go somewhere to rent it? And I was like, you carry it around with you? <laughs> he says, why would I get the, why, why would I not get it where, why would where I got the food not supply them? Places that sell food require cut, cutlery to provide it. And I was like, yes, but you can bring food there to rent it. And then we rent you spoons. And he just didn't get it. He just didn't I get it. Thing is I can visualize, I'm going... Fucking bro, <laughs> I know, right? I'm just messaging back fucking with him. He's like, but why? But why? It was actually Andy Henderson that told me to say that to you. Oh, did he? <laughs> he goes, I <laughs> want to get, he, he texts me, he said, he goes, I want to get, man, I wanted a better reaction out of you, otherwise I was going to tell you, but <laughs> I want to get Mike fired up for the pod tonight. Please bring up how god awful Random Spoons is. Just awful. Don't mention anything about me, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was talking to me this morning about it. It's just a joke, guys. It was just a joke. No, it wasn't. But it could work. I'm starting to like it now. See, I'm seeing how go. pissed off everybody else is getting. Random spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the name of this episode. Right? Yeah, that is, that's it. Just to annoy everybody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking trolling, man. You should definitely trademark that. I bet that, that, um, that website is still available if you want to go and purchase that domain name. We should, yeah. <laughs> I am. Random Spoons. Random Spoons is going to de- redirect to monkeyswordfight.com. Yeah. We just check the traffic. It's just Mike checking every time. Know, like, every day. Um, well, oh, I'm like Dragon's Den here. I'm not investing in that one, boys. <laughs> it's a fucking no. Oh, it'll work. Yeah, no, it won't, mate. Yeah, probably not. Uh, we had uh, Friday night. We all attended Blend In Standout. Yeah. Um, you two guys good. performed. How did it feel, um, because you did comedy again, how did it feel the second time around? I was buzzing. I was absolutely buzzing. I was itching the thing as I got there. Absolutely itching to get on. And then Rana showed me the running list and I was second from last. I was like, and I knew it was because I was only doing one thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So everyone else was doing it twice. So it was, I appreciated the fact that she put me up right towards the end before, um, yeah, yeah, there was a good performance at the end. But um, no, it was buzzing. I absolutely loved it. I felt more confident. I had had about eight tins of lager by the time I got up as yeah. well. I was lit. I, so was I, lit I felt night. pretty loose. Like, I felt pretty loose. But um, I got some good laughs. Got some laughs in places I didn't expect them to. And things I thought were going to get laughs didn't get as much of a laugh. Does it throw you off when you get a laugh where you don't think? No, it? I think I, I was kind of ready. I, I felt like I tried to make sure I was just... Whatever the crowd did, that's how I'd react. So I hadn't got any like, yeah, right. I'm yeah. gonna do this at this point. I'd wait till they'd actually. Because I think I'd never I only practiced it like twice. Because trying to tell jokes in an empty room is really fucking off-putting. 
It is. Because yeah. you have no idea of when it's like you say, there's no idea of timing because nobody's there to laugh. Yeah. That's Unless true. you're laughing at your end, whereas that's weird. I guess that's why it takes comedians so long to kind of work shit out. Like they have to go and not only do they have to weed out the bad jokes, they have to make sure that they get the timing on the jokes that they want down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was good. It, it was really funny. It was really funny. It may be better than the first time. It I like good. it. I noticed both times that I've done it, I can hear Mike in the back and going, Oh, <laughs> instead yeah. of laughing, sometimes you just go, oh. Yeah. When you get some of the stuff close to the bone, I'm like, ah, and I'm kind of looking around like, anyone offended? <laughs> but um, no, I was buzzing. So we've got the one in Dundee at the start of December. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and do a mixture of the two sets, but I'm going to try and like yeah, put stuff in different places. All right. No, I was pumped. Are you both signed up for that one? Oh hell yes! Yeah. Oh, yeah, new territory. Andy, how did you feel about doing your stuff? You're you're a pro. Well, you mate, see it when I, you get honestly, up there. Like, the majority of feedback we had about like Mama Pat's was buzzing to hear your bits. I saw there's some of mine. I missed out one part, but um, <laughs> fuck, did I just say that? No, it's just he said <laughs> my Mama Pat's was buzzing to hear your bits, and I just right. started laughing. I thought he's. Like, I thought I might have said check out your bits. No, no. Worse. anyway, so but I was I, hoping you were going to say Mama well, Pat's out of this. All right, Paul's going to well by. I know. Andy's so nervous. No, man. I. How did you feel? You were like hey, good. Yeah, like I really enjoy it, man. Like I, I guess it's because I don't take it too seriously. Mm. No, I just do it because. Uh, I got challenged to do it, and I thought to myself, I could do that. And then I did it once, and I went, mm, I'll go back again. Mm-hmm. And that was the third time. And what's interesting is every time I've done it, I've done a new piece every time. So this time I had the opportunity to go up and actually have three pieces of material. You, had, you had the opportunity to do two, but yeah, added on the bonus third. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> you had people cheering for Mrs. Brune. I got to oh, make it feel good. Yeah, but then the other side of the coin is that there were people up there who did three pieces. No, no, I was just wondering. So, all oh, right, okay. But, uh, Still doing it, Andy. <laughs> sorry, boys. A couple of tennis uh, getting you know, I, get, I get a little touchy around my heart, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, in all seriousness, no, I just, I'm relishing it, man. I'm really enjoying it. Like, yeah, it, was, it comes off when you do it. It's yeah. really, really good. I mean, I was like, I was, I was itching, but see, after I'd seen you go up and like, I liked the bit of start when you the knock, knock. He actually tapped on the mic. I was like, it's a deadly wee touch that. Do you know what is funny? It was beautifully timed because as I finished that one, the last line's like, I go to grab a cold tin out of the fridge and get back to my game of FIFA. Just as I was about to say that line, somebody just went, Yeah, that was good. This beer and it just rang out. And I was just like, Exactly, mate. I was just like, You couldn't have done that fucking any better in the time. And so enjoyed it as always, man. Shout out to Ran a Marathon, everybody else that was there. Yeah, some fucking cracking performance. We're talking about just before we there's a couple of freestyle rappers for Glasgow. Well, one was freestyle, one was pre-written, but... Very good guys, both, yeah. I've totally forgotten their names, but they were both brilliant. Also, shout out to you for uh, including in your poem us uh, fo- follically challenged men. Follically. Follically, shit. Bleep that out. <laughs> follically challenged men like myself. It uh, meant a lot to me. Well, it was more like the shout out because the poem's called The Solar Panel. And also we had that episode way back called oh, yeah, Solar it was. Panels for the Sex Machine. So yeah. that's why I kind of like just I finished oh, and gave the shout. But hi. Built of a nightmare. Yeah, it was good. It was great. I'm glad you enjoyed it though. Buzzing to see Rana as well, man, because you can tell she's she works her arse off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I think she was like running around like a blue arse fly beforehand, and then, but then she sat and made sure she took it. She watched every single performance. She yeah. recorded a couple I saw yeah. on her phone too. So, so yeah, she Rana Marathon for another No best cracking. prizes for me this month though. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about the prizes? The prizes. Well, the raffle prizes. You see the raffle? Did you leave for the raffle? Yeah. Oh, right. So, man, there's some. Some belters. I won, uh, <laughs> won condoms, which I donated out. Who uses those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lube. 
Who you? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a posh wank for you, Mike. Squirt <laughs> some of that on <laughs> uh, Andy Mack donated a couple of his prices to Rachel. Yeah, what were they again? Was like, it no the the Lady Viagra and the wee finger vibrator? So Rachel, can oh, you yeah. let us know how they went down? Um, <laughs> Come on, give us a full review. Oh mm-hmm. no, she's gonna absolutely belt me in the nuts. No, I'm wanting a oh. proper review out of ten bananas on each one. <laughs> <laughs> you got my review. Ah. <laughs> was all right. Good. Good. Nine bananas. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because we had I I got a couple of the was it Paps? Is that you is that you pronounce it? Paps? PBS. Oh, Paps Blue Driven. Paps Blue, yeah. PBS. So they were going down smooth, man. I was oh. sucking those things down, and then Rana was showing off like the prizes, and she was like, "We have these men's um, what were they like? Blue pills, little men blue, blue pills. pills." And I went, "Yeah!" And then Rana was like, "All right, Mike." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Went, yeah, but it was like one of those. It was like out of a TV program where everyone just stopped went. <laughs> The black guy in the back has a dick problem, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all, man. No, I absolutely loved it. I'm buzzing for Dundee. For Dundee. 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 I should Dundee. be good. But, um, aye, it was good. So thanks to everyone that came down, everyone who's fed back and watched the videos of myself and Andy. Shout out to Night and Day for sharing us out yeah. today. Yeah. Mm, and shout out to those guys. Congrats on their 5,000 oh, listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, aye. 5,000 unique listens on their, their episodes. So doing really, really well. We're just trying to get like you. Mm-hmm. Um, is the fi- is the list finalized for uh, Dundee? No, let's try and get, see if we can have a word get you on. I need to I need to sit down and be creative. I need to put aside some time to get creative. <coughs> so we'll, if I do that, then we'll I'll message Rana. Bother <coughs> Rana. We'll hook it up. Let's do that. Monkey sword fight show. We'll wear our shirts this time. Yeah, it was bad because we'd agreed to wear our shirts there, and I got a text from Mike just before he came down. Like, Are you guys wearing your shirts? We're like, no. No. He's at. So like, Are you? He's like, not anymore. <laughs> no, I had it on. I took it off and I put it on my other shirt. I totally background. forgot about that. So did I. And I made a big deal about not forgetting <laughs> it because I'd brought mine for the one the week, week before. before. I know, what an arsehole. Never mind. We're bad friends. We're terrible. Um, so what else have we been up to? What's been going on? Um, I have a, um, a thing for work, an awards thing mm-hmm. for work tomorrow. So uh, it's in Glasgow. Got the day off from work. Um, my boy, I was just fucking around with my boss, and I was like, "Yeah," because he's coming. Another one of my colleagues is coming, and he was like, "I was like, yeah." So uh, you getting the tuxes in? Just joking around. He was like, "Yeah, you want to get one? Go ahead." And I was like, "Oh no, seriously." He's like, "Yeah, go down and get some." And I was like, "Well, I, I want to kill." He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Go get it." He's like, "Go get it, and I'll pay for it." Like the the company will pay for it. And I was like, "Shit, let's go." So I went and I got I went and tried on a kilt and everything. I'm picking it up tomorrow. I got a nice black and grey one. Oh, nice, Mike. Black nice. Isle tartan, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my nice. I wore that to my prom. That's, oh, it's nice. It's a nice tartan. Uh, but the lady, was, the lady in the shop was like, I was like, oh, yeah, we should have this, but if we don't, I'll give you something similar. So I hope I don't turn up and it's like I get like a green and fucking yellow one or something like that. And I'm like, I didn't order this. But Stick um, fuss. Yeah, I can't wait. I got, got, got my kilt on. Just got picked up my flask. I'm gonna fill that up for the train ride out. Nice. And got your the, mustache coming in nicely. Yeah, yeah I'm hole. gonna be looking real creep, representing my company, yeah. looking like a creep. <laughs> Mate, Danny, I was like, excuse me, I walked up to Rayleigh's football at the weekend. Oh, and all the kids just turned like all the kids like. <laughs> And at least see the pierces. Are you allowed to be here? <laughs> One of them was a copper as well, man. Ha ha. Had some donations from the pe- from parents on the team, though. So. It's all good. We'll share it. The we'll get a photo at the end of me and Mike's facial yeah. hair. We'll share it out. See if we can drum up some more donations. Yeah, this was good. Uh, yeah, we made a decent decent amount of cash. Yeah, so we've far. still got a couple of weeks left. So, and I know there's a few people that are still wanting to donate as well. So, yeah, we should hit a decent amount by the end of the month, and this will all have been worth it. 
Yeah. So oh wait. So back so, to the yeah. So the party there. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's you have a, a champagne reception at seven o'clock, and then they, they feed you and everything. And on the invitation, it said till two o'clock, two a.m. Isn't that weird for like a a corporate event to for it to go till two a.m. No, because all the the guys like the fat cats and all the the more important people, they'll all be out fucking sniffing the gear <laughs> and out partying fucking all night. That's what they do. I love the fact they gave you the day off to go to the thing, but the event finishes at two a.m. So I'm hoping you've got the next day off. I as do well. have the next day off, yeah. You're but I'm on standby, stay, which is weird. Yeah, we're staying at the hotel and everything. Yeah, oh, damn. very nice. Yeah, work bust my eye. Funny story though, because there was a little bit of a debate. Uh, as to who's going to go, because there's, there's five of us that work together. So the guy who put together the submission to get us the award, of course he goes. He did all the work to get us there, which is fine. And then there's three other of us and one person here in the uh, in the Perth office. So at one point, I was just like, you know what? I don't give a shit what happens. If you want to go to this thing, you can go. And then I saw what the party was. I was like, you get free food, you get to stay over in Glasgow. I was like, hold on, I worked hard for this shit. I've been here. I'm the longest serving member here. I'm going to it. So oh, is that did you pull rank? Oh, I pulled rank, baby. Oh, nice. Pulled rank. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so it's, it's gonna be a good time. I can't wait. I can't wait. Right, I'm gonna get liquored up. Hopefully I have some good stories for you next week. <laughs> that I'll then sucked. need to beep out because it's a works do. I know. Well it's <laughs> not really a works do. I'm anticipating other people getting wild. I've seen people get wild oh, at these types of things. Oh, so right. Of a staff night. Well, have you, do you have any embarrassing staff night out stories? <sighs> Far too many, probably. Yeah, that that you've done. No, I've, I've probably I've probably just I've been a very drunk a lot of work days. I've probably just probably should have taken it a wee bit easier. I, I got one. I got one. I got decent one. So this is, this is when I was in New Zealand and I was working for Ticketmaster at the time, which was a pretty good job actually. And um, there was a cranky IT guy. His name was Kevin. Right, mm -hmm. he's just he's just an asshole. But you never really bumped into him because he always came out, fixed the computers, and went back to his office, and yeah. that was the end of it. So it's kind of like the middle of the night. They gave out like some awards. I just remember after the awards, everyone was just smashed by this point. They like yeah. the drinks down there. You yeah, know, they're on the edge of the fucking earth. Yeah, it's you know the same like, like new Kiwis, Australians, and Scottish people. <laughs> Like a bev. They love it, yeah. So one of the girls' phones goes missing, and there was a big fucking drama, and everyone's crying, blah, blah, blah. So then somebody blamed the IT guy, Kevin. And so he came over and kind of heard in the middle of the story uh, what was going on, and he kind of heard his name and kind of was like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck yes, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> so that's my, Australia, that's my Australian accent. I mean, my New Zealand accent. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> oh. Don't kill me, no. <laughs> Please, man, I'm joking. Anyway. Come on, mate. So he goes away, and I'm like, oh, I feel bad for him. I'm like, Kev, don't worry about it. Like, they, they're just saying, they're just kicking around some names or where it could have gone. And he was like, get the fuck away from me. And I was like, oh, that's, that's not very nice. <laughs> I was like, Kev, it's like, I didn't do anything to you, and neither did they. And he was like, you want to go? And I was like, uh, no, I, I don't want to go, but I'm just saying, before I get anything now, he mushes me, wah, mushes me. And I was like, oh, shit. And just like out of it, like reaction, I just popped him, bam! It was it was low, it was light. It wasn't even that hard. It was light. Just a wee, just like feeling at the distance. Right? Yeah, I was I was ready to bounce a little bit, but I boom, I hit, I popped him, and so I, he was starting to come back at me, and then he just kind of tumbled over. Now this guy was fucking probably, at the time must have been like late thirties, early forties or something. I was in my prime, twenty one years old. Shape my life. Best shape of my life. <laughs> best shape of my life. Dropped him, boom, went down the ground. I was like, oh shit! All of a sudden, these big fucking. Polynesian boys, security guards start coming around. I'm like, oh man, these guys are gonna kick the shit out of me, aren't they? But then <clears throat> he was cool. 
Because they, they were like, what happened? What happened? The ambulance came out of nowhere, too. They were like, what happened to him? And it was like, did you get hit? And everyone was looking at me. He was like, no, 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 nothing happened. Nothing happened. I was like, oh, cool. And I got the fuck out of there. I ran all the way home. I was like, oh, my God. I'm getting out of here. I've killed him, man. They're going to take my visa. And then he came and apologized to me on the Monday. It was that oh. awkward thing in the in the kitchen. He was kind of like, he's like, I think we got into a little trouble there on Friday, didn't we? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. I was like, I'm sorry. Still he's like, I'm sorry, too. <laughs> Why, why is the fucking IT always called Kevin? <laughs> that's probably not his name. I'm using fake name to protect the innocent. Name. <laughs> yeah, that's my embarrassment story. I felt so embarrassed after that. I don't know. Uh, oh, fuck, JJB. When I worked at JJB, I got quite lit at a few yeah. work dues and ended up in some situations, but I was only about 16, 17, so... I'm long gone and it. I can't remember them, so it's fine. <laughs> I remember on a Christmas party slipping at, at the loft. You know, like when you go up into the loft and there's like some seating, there's some couches, like mm. right when you come upstairs onto your left. Yeah. I was coming down one of those steps, and that place is just, it's like a swimming pool once it gets to a certain time. It's just mm. spill beer everywhere. And I went, whoop, Oh, shit. Ankles up on my head. And I was oh, like, there's nothing worse when you wake up after being steaming and something's really sore. Yeah. Because you know you've probably hurt yourself, but then not felt it. You and then made back. it 10 times yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, but you still got enough alcohol in you. So it's like it doesn't really start hurting until about five o'clock Aye. at yeah. night. Oh, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, fuck. A couple of like broken hands, like really. I've broken my I've broken my right hand a couple of times, just very, very lately after certain scraps. Ah. Oh. You're like a thug. I'm not a thug, Michael. <laughs> How am I? That was actually another bit of feedback I had from my set was Mike's was like, Jordan, you look like a doorman. <laughs> I've been thrown out of many establishments by men with your dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you were bitching about, oh, I looked at the video and I look terrible. And I was like, you don't look, you look burly. You know, look like barrel chested. Hefty. Hefty, yes. Sturdy. <laughs> Robust. Robust. <laughs> robust. He's got a robust chassis on. A robust chassis. Well, you just got a soft like, move. <laughs> Who said, oh, yeah, someone put that okay, as feedback. Chris, uh, Steve O'Grady, Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> he was like, Mike ordering a Passanda. No. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. <laughs> Saying that, talking about Indians, I went to that Ev the Everest Inn the other night for a few for a curry with a few Where hours from work. Just, it's just literally a couple of doors down for Badlands. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Oh, mate. It was good. That was beautiful. What'd you get? I had the tandoori mixed grill mm -hmm. with a side of masala. Oh. It was good. Yeah. Like, Piping hot, not like pure creamy, like don't get me wrong, I love me a wee Odessa or a manzo, but you can tell they're not like from scratch curries, mm -hmm. whereas this was like properly like, man, like veg was through it and it was nippy. And it nice. was good. Um, friend of the show, I don't know if you guys got this email, uh, I got, because since I've subscribed to Bobby Sanchez, I get all these things, and I also saw on Twitter, he's uh, now an associate of... Um, and the, Vigor, like, yeah. the game, partnership. game partnership, yeah. yeah. I'm not quite sure what it means, but it seems like a big deal. So, well, I think he mentioned that when he was here, he wanted to get a partnership. Um, so, congratulations to him. I know he hasn't reached the number that he wanted to on that, but I think it's that's not, a big step into where he wanted to go. Yeah, I think that's uh, respect to the developers Definitely. as well, because there's From, obviously yeah. so many folk that are really playing and repping the game, and they've gone, well, this guy's not quite got the number he needs. It's not until I think like January or February. Some point that he needs that many followers. I mean, he only needs another, I think, about 200 or something like that. It's not yeah. much. I was just watching him before he came out. He was playing Red Dead. Yeah. So I just, Game I saw awesome. he was online. So I just jumped in for I'm still wanting half an hour. I'm still wanting to get into Red Dead. But I shout out to Bobby Sanchez. Cons congratulations, mate. That's awesome. People yeah. in Perth making moves. Hell yeah. I like it. Yeah. 
Um, we had some sad news this week as well, actually. We did, yeah. We have uh, a friend uh, that we played football, American football with, yeah. John, passed away recently. Yeah. Um, so we had the, the funeral today and condolences to his his family and, and everyone that knew John. John's a great guy. Yeah, I played um, with him. He played with the Canes for the two years that I played. Um, always a great guy. Mm-hmm. Young dude as well, man, which is horrible. It's awful, yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to all the boys of the Hurricanes that made it along to the service. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah. It was about maybe like 15 of us. It was good seeing all the all the old gang, shitty, you know, reason mm. why we all had to meet up. But... Um, it was good. It was. Um, it was. It was. It was very sad. It was. It was super sad. Um, but you know, these things happen. Yeah. Um, don't want to bring the show down too much. Yeah, but I did want to say, you know, sorry to everyone who was involved yeah. with that. Yeah. But shout out to the boys who went. Um, so, been some more sad news as well. Stan Lee. Yeah. Comic book Excelsior mm. passed away. First, did you see one of the newspapers put Spike Lee? She passed away, and then, and then he tweeted as well. Yeah, still alive and kicking, motherfuckers, <laughs> some shit like that. You see him? You see uh, one of the boy? The I can't what's his name? Army Hammer actor. Yes, he tried to slag off all the celebrities posting photos or posting the photos they had of themselves with Stan Lee. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, uh, congratulations on making this about yourself." Blah blah blah. And then Jeffrey yeah. Dean Morgan, who plays Negan on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. You recognise his face, him. He called him an asshat. <laughs> He's like, and you've yeah. now made it about yourself. You're an asshat. Like, yeah. I was wondering as well. Like, I don't, I don't get this. So see if you have a photo with someone. If you've yeah. had a, and you want, if that's that's how people grieve. Now, like you say, it's, it is maybe a bit. It can be. I don't know. I think this, this, the, the thing is now with social media, whereas before, if somebody famous died. It would mm-hmm. generally be a number of fans in the vicinity of wherever it was they died or their house was that would then go there and set up, you know, all the candles. You're and all right, yeah. stuff. Mm. But now with social media, everybody that's it. seems to grieve for celebrities. Mm. But then that's only because, even though it's not something I do, I guess it's because it's, you know, these people have touched them in such a way with whatever yeah. their art or creativity. That's, that's what I thought, or, yeah, because it was well, a lot that's, of a good compar- that's a good way of putting it. It's a new age. Yeah. Spider-Man's a fucking juggernaut, a money-making fucking machine, and it has been for well, look, a long, long time. The, that guy's just, made stuff that's... Yeah, you've just got to look at the amount he has influenced comic book culture, which has effectively become pop culture, with how mm-hmm. successful the comic book movies have been. And a lot of the people who are posting photos were actors who have... Who their career has been built on the fact that they've been in Marvel films. Yeah, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Man, he was a recovering addict, B-list actor. Got the role as Iron Man, and it's you know I mean he's taken off, killed yeah. it. So yeah, shout out to Stan Lee. Was, was there any comic book character was your favourite when you were younger? I was never really into comics, and like I've said to you guys by the times, I don't watch any of that. Mm. X-Men or Marvel Comics mm. or any of that DC Comics stuff. I never was into it at all as a kid, and I'm not now. I love Wolverine. Love Wolverine. Wolverine. I used yeah. to love the Spider-Man cartoon. And I had a couple of early Saturday morning Spider-Man. Well, there's what's crazy, though. I look at my nephew. He's like three and a half. He fucking loves Spider-Man. Mm. Fucking loves Spider-Man. He's three and a half. But mm-hmm. there'll be dudes running around that are like sixty years old that also love Spider-Man. Got into Spider-Man, but they were three. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming like right, right and that, that's what's incredible about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's generational. Really, how well, how far-reaching and how wide-ranging is characters and the things that he created 
actually were. It's yeah. crazy, man. No, but what is what you said really hit home about uh, that? That's the <clears throat> new take the candles and leave the flowers by the gate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, put your picture up on Facebook. I think we kind of we talked about this before, and I may have gnawed it. It may have been a broader gnaw, but like when you put it that way, if that's yeah. the way you want to show love to someone, show love that way. Yeah. As soon as he died, as soon as I saw on Twitter that he died, first thing in the morning, I was like, "Fuck!" I know that my timeline on Twitter. I know if I go on yeah. Facebook, Instagram, it's just, just going to be like, just boom, a flood yeah. of it. And yeah, it was fair enough. Yeah. He deserved it. If anyone deserved it, he did. What was it, 96? 96, 95. 95. Decent. And that's what I'm saying. Look at (laughs) Spider-Man, just as that franchise alone. Mm. That guy who got 95 years fucking rolling by the absolute balling boys. He seemed seemed as well. He seemed sharp as fuck. He didn't seem like dittery. Do you know what I mean? He always seemed like all the cameos he's pulled in all the films have been brilliant as well. Yeah. Um, Because he's actually, he's meant to have filmed his, his next two. So he's gonna, oh, camp- he's got him knocked yeah, out already. Yeah, the two films, the next two Marvel films to be released have already got Stan Lee cameos in them. Oh, that's good. Oh, fuck. And there'll be about another 50 cameos still to come with CGI and ah. old footage rehashed up and digitally done. Put <laughs> <laughs> your money it. on it, man. Ah, look, but ah, fair play to him, man. The guy, the guy changed pop culture and created mm. some of the best characters. Yeah, that's off to him. So, yeah, shout out to Stan Lee. I uh, had a bit of an embarrassing incident recently mm-hmm. um, to tell so, <laughs> I don't um, know what this is this week oh it's not, it's not <laughs> this week <laughs> it's not really that bad but like so thank god for my my children's grandmother she, she you know she watches them in a pen she'll let me know about it and she'll rip my ear off if I mm. give her a too short notice but you know she, she's awesome yeah. awesome so um, she needed to watch them it was last weekend and recently like <laughs> They, they her, her, like my girl's mother, they, they took her to Turkey for her birthday. It's her 60th coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I dropped her, the girls off on Saturday, she was like, oh, it's the second part of my birthday. So I kind of handed the girls off to her because I was in a rush. I was going to work and I was like, oh shit, I missed her birthday. Fuck. Because I was like, that's the second part. The first part would have been they were in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Second part is now. It's either, it must have been between that or it's today. So I missed the birthday. Shit. So I went to work, woke up the next day. Went straight to Asda, got her a card, got her a bottle of her favorite drink. And I was like, all right. She lives out in Bridge of Vern, drove all the way out to Bridge of Vern, then came back into Perth, did something here, went back out to um, to Medvin. And then I was sent her a text just like, oh, sorry I was late with your birthday. Um, I was like, I left you something behind your back door, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, my birthday is until December 8th. And I was like, you God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I knew it. Should have trusted my instincts. So I was like, ah. Oh, I'm early with your present. I'm very early with your present. And I, and I explained to her the whole thing. I was like, I thought you were kind of making me trying to make me feel guilty when I dropped the girls off to you. And she was like, no, I was just uh, telling you what I was doing that day. And I was like, ah. Uh. I was like, well, happy birthday. <laughs> Don't drink it all now because you're not getting anything in December. <laughs> this December birthday. That's all right. I could top that, Mike. Oh, I on, remember man. when I was about, oh, I must have been 15. And uh, I got invited. One of my pals had tickets to the final day of the Open in 1999, which was at Carnoustie. Mm. That mm-hmm. was the year Van der Veld mm-hmm. was in the water. Very famous meltdown. So we went on the Sunday. And I was told it was for his birthday. I said, no bother. So I got him like a card and something like that as well. We met up on the Sunday. Who was this? I'm sorry. Somebody I went to school with. Okay, cool. And uh, then when I gave him it, obviously the opens in July. I said, yeah, my birthday's not until January. <laughs> I was like, oh, you fucker. Oh, uh, Absolutely shaming me. Shout out to fucking Ian Spence. Spencey. Oh, Spencey. 
<laughs> that is fucking horrific. That's it's not fun. Six months. <laughs> six months. Yeah, mine was only a month. That it's was his birthday present, but I was under the impression that it was actually his birthday, and that's what we were <sighs> doing for it. Oh mate, see, Jan- see December Fucked birthdays it. though. When you talk about it, I've got like six birthdays in December. That's not fair. That's, that's not, not fair. Is it? No. I'm telling you, man, March should be a no reproduction month. <laughs> If we do the math, the humping math, then well, that is it. Nine plus three is twelve, mate. Yeah, so. you just think about sex. People's having sex and popping up. Yeah, people man, you know. reproduction <laughs> is natural. All right, I will not be shamed by you. All right, there you go. Do whatever you want. Mm. Um, yeah. So there's also uh, like uh, I should probably should tie this into the other work story, but there's a guy at work, and tell me if this is weird, right? Okay. So he kind of lives near Connie. And like he has a dog and she's got a dog. So they kind of see each other sometimes when they're walking around. And um, and because we work together, like you'll see her in work. And she's like, I don't know, I get like a weird vibe about him. I'm like, all right. So one day um, I met him. We were coming out of her place. We were going into her car. And so he kind of stopped. And he was like, oh, what are you guys going on a date? And we were like, no, we're not going on a date. And he kind of kept harping on about the date. He kept going like, oh, Mr. Romantic. And I was like... This is I had the fucking box. Right <laughs> I, was like, right, I was like, "This right, is right. weird." This is Felt weird. Him rating his non-working dick, honestly. <laughs> and then, like, uh, he was like, "All right, well, I guess I'll go. I'll leave you guys to your date." And I was like, "All right, this is weird." So then, and now he's he's had some interactions with her as well, like just kind of like, uh, "Oh, this is where you live. And this is my dog." Just like creep. He probably doesn't think it's creepy, but for a girl on her own, she'll think it's creepy. Yeah. She's gonna kill me for not telling the story right, for not making him sound as creepy as he is. No, he so doesn't. She doesn't listen. No, that's that's true. Yeah. Seems like he's skilled. Hopefully, he doesn't listen. So now I see him in the kitchen at work, and he's like, uh, he's like, "Oh, is it Mr. Romance himself?" And I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "What's going on, man?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "So, what attracted you to her?" He says to me, "This is a work." And I was like, "No way, man." I was like. No. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, she's a you know, good looking girl, nice girl. He's like, he's, he goes, is it the nose ring? Oh, man, like, that's what he likes. I was like, uh, what? I was like, I was like, yeah, it's, I was like, yeah, it's, it's nice. The nose ring's kind of nice. And he goes, and oh, I forgot, he said something else that was super creepy, too. <laughs> and oh, he was like, she's quite a girl, isn't she? And I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, she's kind of girl. And he's like, I hope nothing that I say here is going to get past, kind of making it sound like it was guy chat. <laughs> Mike, honestly, oh. Connie's not my bird, but I'm fucking raging at the moment. I'm honestly, I'm pure like gripping the table. Like, I want to so this guy in the mouth, mate. But yeah. he's like a he's like a church going kind of guy too. It's weird. Did you tell Connie about this? I did, and I shouldn't have, because then she felt like when I told her, like when I got back to my desk, I was like, "Yeah, I saw your boy in the in the kitchen." And he said this, and she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "Do you sit quite near each other?" Like, we do, yeah, we do. Now, yeah. Wait, I, honestly. He would have got hoofed right in the <laughs> home all asleep. Well, that's difficult. First of all, you're in work, but I mean, I would. Yeah. There's no way I wouldn't have said that. And I'd be like, "Look, mate, that's my girlfriend. That's like, you lie. need to stop speaking about her like that, or me and you're going to have a problem." So <laughs> goes, no, the simple as that. Now I feel bad. Now I feel like I didn't defend yeah, my you woman's honor. Listen, you should walk in the work and just punch him straight in the mouth. That's what I'm going to do again. Yeah, like I did in New Zealand. I'm gonna oh, punch you just him. get really passive aggressive with him. Yeah. But personally, if it was me, I would have probably shut him down. But then, that's then when I told oh, her that, really? and I saw how uncomfortable she was. I was like, I was like, do you want me to say something to him? She's like, no, 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 it'll be weird when she sees him, and I don't know. Now you, now I'm, and now I'm thinking like I should have said something. We should put it to the viewers, that's to the listeners. No, well, that's I also understand you got to be careful there because Andy, you suddenly, Andy. This is why, this is why we said Andy was telling the story. I'm like, I'm thinking like you got to be careful, Mike, because then if you start like booting off at this guy. And then, you know, that looks really bad on you. It does, yeah. 
I'm trying to always avoid to angry, careful, like, angry black man syndrome yeah, too. Yeah. I don't want to have that. No, I don't. But <laughs> no, no, Kim Kim Esma, like, yeah, you, like, you, just you be like, that's my brother, man. You can't speak about her like that. Yeah. Or we will have a problem. I just yeah. that's all I'm saying. It awkward. It just I think it's like a new like sort of picture of the type of guy that you mean because you get those guys who they try and get into the like the locker room talk and you kind of like when you meet a guy and you can hear patter. Yeah, and it's natural, but then you meet a guy and like it seems like they're trying too hard. Yeah, it seems like that guy is. It is up. That yeah. sounds like this guy has a book in his house that says how to speak to other men. Page that, one. Hey, how about them tits? Does he know, <laughs> does he know that you go out then? Yeah, he does. Excuse well, me. he knew from that the first time when we saw yeah, him. He was like, "You're going out on a date." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is Connie not just like setting him straight, just going look? No, cool, like Mike's my boyfriend. Like, well, yeah. Now that you know, it, she's happy that he does know. I don't think that she's talked to him since then. So, or he's talked to her since. Then. Oh, mate. I mean, honestly, I wanted to retreat inside my hoodie when you were telling me that story. Like, I, I wish I never said this oh, now because now I feel no. like I got to punch him in the face. Nah, no, 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 that's him, not, just not what you say at all. I honestly think you just need to scare the guy. Like next time he brings it up or something, you think, right, this is kind of a bit weird, and I know it's going to make her feel weird. Just say to the guy, look, that's my girlfriend. You need to don't stop. talk about it. Yeah, yeah. don't right, talk about right. it, bro. Let's talk about this girl then, that I'm not going out with. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but the really... Look at the tits on that one over there. <laughs> no. But the really critical point, the really sinister point is to then finish it off by saying, or me and you will have a problem. And just stare <laughs> at the guy. No, no, I'm fucking serious, man. Your body language is everything. Here's what you do, right? I don't want to go threatening some old no, guy. No, no, yeah. Here's what you do, right? You say that, right? And then but as you're not, you're standing there, you dip your finger in his tea. Yeah. And just walk off without <laughs> saying anything else. No, I want to lick the finger after I fall out, man. Okay, we got give, <laughs> give him like a pat on the shoulder too. It's kind of like, yeah. all right, all right, yeah, we got each other. Little cool, dick. cool, cool. <laughs> you love dick. Honestly, you can get him to out without necessarily. <laughs> I, being, that's I, my I, problem. You can get him to out like that without having to be I like that. I feel like Andy's going to be in the car park. Like, Mike, I know, right? Where is he? He will never let me back in that building. We had to get it in. Andy loves a beep. My, you know what my problem is, right? I feel like this is like therapy now. My problem is that when I get in like uh, situations like those, I eat, I get I get giggly, right? Because I'm like I, I feel awkward, so I get giggly, or I get I don't know the middle ground. I get too angry, or I get giggly. I'm the exact same as you. I, I've learned over the years to walk away from a situation because if I do lose my temper, I'm a yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah, and so I don't like, want to push it to that point, especially at work. I don't want to push it to yeah. that point. I've noticed that a few times, like being around Rayleigh, I had to learn. Like when I was at his football like, last year, I touched on this. The guy that was standing behind the goal. And he was sort yeah. of talking to my players. <laughs> yeah. And I had to like, I was like, it was everything inside me screaming, just run at this guy <laughs> and just nut him. But the whole time I was like, move or I will move you. <laughs> but it's just, I know it's like, oh. It's funny, you know, I just think, I was genuinely thinking this the other day. I was thinking the older I've got, the better I've become at um, seeing things five, six, seven steps down the line. Mm-hmm. So now, generally, I find myself in a situation not happy about something. It's something that I've thought about exactly how I'm going to respond to it and deal with it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think the same thing here, Mike. It's obviously something that's bothered you enough to bring it up. So I would just say next time it is brought up, I would just be saying nip it in the bud, man. Oh, you know what? You're right. I, I'm not a nipper. I need to be a nipper. I yeah. don't nip in the bud enough, right? Yeah. But you know what? I think... This has been good for me because I, I didn't really take it for what it was. Because I look, I see the guy every day, and I'm like, that's not. See, I, I don't see it as a threat. You know what I mean? But then when I saw work too, when I saw her yeah. face, and then that, she, that I was like, do you want me? To, I was like, I'll go say something right now. She, she was like, no, 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 don't do that. But seeing how you guys have responded to it, it, it kind of makes me feel like I should have been a little bit more see, stronger see, in well, my I, I get these, I get these points for chuff all the time. Like I sometimes don't think about outside of my aspect of things. 
Yeah. Whereas if you think about it as well, it might seem like nothing to us, but a lassie's maybe heard that a million times over, and a couple of guys have said that have been creepy as fuck. Yeah. So to us, it's some random weirdo chatting. Yeah. To a lassie, and the guy knows where she lives. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that whole thing that we talked about, that Twitter thing, if, if men had a curfew. You know, yeah. It's an aspect I've never had to think about. Just ask That's any half-decent bird to get a look in her fucking DMs. You'd be fucking oh, shocked God. at what you'd oh, probably mate. find in there. <laughs> there's, there's, no there's, joke, that, that, there's that meme where it's the guy, he's got the selfie under his chin, it's like, I sent you my dick, please respond. It's like, <laughs> mate, that's not how it works. No unsolicited dick pics. But then you can understand that, you know, somebody's got your Facebook and is going to, even though, you know, they work with you and you kind of know them and your friends on Facey, they could then be sending you pretty fucking, like... Yeah. What to us seems like harmless... What they think is banter, but Talassi, who maybe lives by herself a lot of the time. Well, I don't yeah. think dick pics are harmless banter. That. No, no, he's only sent her four dick pics. Oh, so okay. is that is, is that? It's not offensive <laughs> though. He hits yeah, five. But, you know, you can understand why certain buzz, as I say, might then be like, "Fuck this again." That's true. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I didn't think about it from that angle. And then it's like you can get somebody's address on Facebook. You can get a lot of information. I can folk who have been like they've been catcalled. Like Chuff was telling me one time, she obviously works in retail. And this was years ago. She was walking to open the store mm-hmm. by herself during a, the winter time, I think it was. And two workers started shouting at her, Ken Cat calling. Yeah. And I was like, ah, well, she goes, well, if you think about it, it was by myself. There was nobody else around. And there's these two guys shouting. It's horrifying. That must be fucking creepy, man. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's what I was thinking. Was like, I've never had to worry about that. I've never worried about... When I leave here the night, I'm going to walk home through a secluded industrial estate because it shaves five minutes off my journey. Yeah. And it, I wouldn't think twice about it. Whereas if Megan was to say to me, I'm going to walk from Mike's to the flat by hell myself yeah. at 11 that. o'clock at night, I'd be like, yeah. hell no. That's funny. Yeah, my mum talked to me about something like that. But then she also mentioned that now she's really worried. And this is what she said to me. She said, now I'm really worried because now they're saying, well, there could be a policy when you're in toilets. Well, you identify as a woman, so you can use women's toilets. But it's mm. just a guy who's out to fucking be a creep a fucking yeah. rapist or whatever who's just put on a wig and calling himself fucking sandra for the night you yeah. know what i'm saying no i agree and i look, i think it's tough <clears throat> thing is i'm and this is just me and if this is this is the situation i think if you still have this might be a very very jaded and an educated view but the way i see it if you want to put <laughs> that's it that's what as, we do here Troy. if you want to put it as black and white as i would <laughs> think it to be, right, <laughs> if you still have a penis mm. And you don't want to go into the men's, mm. then I'm not saying you are disabled, but you can use the disabled toilets. And in that way, it's a cubicle all to yourself because however, you do not want to make... Yeah, but then what if somebody who's not physically able comes to use a toilet yeah. and can't use it because... Yeah, look, so- I, look I'm not getting into grey areas here. I'm saying if you want to keep it as black and white and you don't want any cross-dresser, transvestite, cross-dresser, queer, gender fluid... Let's let's leave this to the <laughs> listeners to give us some feedback. Uh, yeah, yes, so we don't get in trouble. I'm definitely not telling Chuff no, to listen to this. No, nobody's going to get in, in any trouble. These, these are, all, these no, are all perfectly, perfectly valid yeah, points. Look, I'm yeah. not trying to offend Nothing. anyone. I'm very much of the opinion, if you do you, if you identify as women, that's fine. However, as much as I, I, I agree that you are worth the same amount of common decency and human nature as anyone else. Of course. When it comes to things like that, you have to then appreciate that some people might not be as educated on the issue and aren't quite ready for that. And yeah, you have you're going to need to teach. It's, this yeah. is new. This is all new. It is, man. This is totally uncharted it's territory. all new shit. See, but the guy who's 65 it's, and he's trying to identify yeah. as a 45 year old. Shagger. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> fucking shagger, isn't he? This is what we're going to have, though. We're going to have more and more of this. Uh, do, do you think there's that much of a problem with bathroom stuff for 
the people who are well, like said, wanting to change their identity and things I, like that. I don't, I don't know if it's that big of an I issue. I don't think it would be an issue. I genuinely, I think for anyone with any sort of decency and understanding about how difficult, not just for themselves it would be, but for everyone else, like I say, it's completely new territory. Yeah. And I agree that everyone should be afforded the same rights. However, you've still got to try and play the game a wee bit here. No, but I mean like, I mean like for, not even for the person who is you know, changed or whatever. I mean, for the people around them or like people in that bathroom with them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I don't, even if I was with my daughters, right? And I saw somebody who, whatever, you know what I mean? And they came into that bathroom, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to be affected by that. Like, we're not going to even have, they're not even going to notice probably. It's not even going to be that big of a deal. I don't understand why it's come to the point where, especially in America, there's legislation, 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 I can't. I haven't had one drink. You know that, right? Folliculitis, and I've been saying all types of shit. But I don't understand why it, it has gotten to this point. The thing is, I don't, man. I think it's, it's the same with a lot of things nowadays. And actually, this was the thing that Rachel sent me in the most shocking message the other day. It's when we were talking about a poo last week. And I oh, apparently yeah. said, everyone's so offended by everything that nobody's offended about the right stuff. Yeah, and she actually said to me, "I've never agreed with you more," and I almost dropped my phone because <laughs> I thought I said that. Was it you? No, I said that. I'm sure I said that. He's stealing your shit, Andy. He's this stealing is my, my material. <laughs> telling you material. I'll I'll double check that. No, <laughs> this is why I hear. This if is what Rachel the listener tells me. It will be. I'm not going to argue with Rachel. Nobody's brave enough. But um, aye, nobody's offended about the right stuff. So I think it's a thing. Is I think with the same with a lot of it, it's a vocal minority. Yeah, that then twist the argument and. Lessen it or cheapen it for those who are actually trying to do right. Yeah, the the vocal minority. I think that that vocal minority is so much louder than normal because of social media, yeah. and it just kind of amplifies every fucker's got an opinion. Everything. Uh, tangent. Social media. Do you guys use LinkedIn? No, no. You don't. Oh, okay. Do you? I do. Yeah. Who's uh, it for? It's just for like making connections for stuff with work. I just started really using it for what it's actually for, like making connections with people that do the same job as you and possibly finding a new job. But I just think it's weird how some people put like weird photos on there. Like guys will put like super like, hey, I like doing uh, quad biking. I'm on my quad bike in this picture, but I work in an office. It's like, why, why, why are you doing that's, that? That's because they, they're trying to demonstrate their uh, other interests uh, because I'd you'll put, be able I'd to put, get their bio put and their CV podcast. and all that. Probably I put this page. podcast on my CV. I will be doing yeah, that, yeah. I put this should yeah. I'm my trying man, to find, put it on LinkedIn somehow. My manager brought it up, like, on my, not, not long after I got the job, and I was having, you know, you always, you get the offer the job, and then you have, like, the meet-up afterwards just to sort of confirm everything. He brought it up on that, and I was like, ah, have you been listening? He goes, like, no, you mentioned your CV, but he has since went on and listened. Uh, yeah, you, you should be saying to them, you're only allowed to listen to it once you fucking offered me the job. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fuck, no, but I think before. this would show a good side of I think man, of us. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think this. I think we've, we've we've shown pretty much that we're just three idiots with microphones. Yeah, and it's, some it's free time each week. Extracurricular I mean? activities. Yeah. Speaking of new jobs, Andy Mack. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not just one, not but two, but three. Ah, well, I've got yeah, I've got two. So I've got um, uh, so. Paid so paid proper university college lecture, yeah, which I think is pretty that's, mental. What are you going to be lecturing? Um, so be audio engineering, yeah. So I've got the gateway uh, to sound production students. So I take them for their D 
DAW, which is digital audio workstations. So that's just basically the software that we're like making music and yeah, messing with audio on. So I got them for that, which is a couple hours a week. Uh, also teaching out at Creef High School and various other high schools nice. in the local area. Those are what are called like taster sessions. So they're almost like, almost think about like recruitment sessions. You're going in and working with some, say, third year, fourth year, fifth year pupils. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking in like a PA system. Some of the high schools like Creef and that, they've got like Pro Tools and Mix and Death. Have they not got like that? Creef not one of the, the, the one that was like redone? Because there's a load of high schools in the area that got sort of modernised a I'm few not, years back. I'm not sure exactly, but I, I mean, I know what they've got there. So yeah, so going out and doing that, which is really good. That's four hours, another four hours a week. Nice. Um, and then to top that off, I'll continue to work with the NC, which is uh, your National Certificate Sound Production Students for Studio Recording. And then next semester, which is post-January, uh, I'll take them for the remixing module as well. So it's a whole module based on remixing music and mm-hmm cool shit like yes. sampling chopping vocals all nice. that cool shit just tell them so, remind them of the importance of a horn section so yeah that that was that i had all my interview and presentations and all that sort of stuff today um like absolutely smashed it all but then i was really well prepared it's something i really want to do so i think like the enthusiasm the passion comes across. The, the dedication mm. and that comes across um just naturally but so did you have to prepare like a lesson plan for your presentation no because i already prepare my lesson plans and the stuff that i do now it's just that now i'm officially on the books ah oh, and now okay. i'm paid and i've got proper classes and nice everything is like my responsibility now as mm-hmm. far as those those roles and that go so, yeah oh that's good man so that's that's what's really weird so it's kind of been a bit of a surreal day because once i'd left college i did my interview at nine o'clock then i had the nc students for studio recording this morning yeah, which is good because a couple of the guys in that year playing a local band called the sandwins Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I think I've heard of them. Fucking yeah. good lads, by the way. Right. Good lads. So yeah, definitely. So they're really, really good bunch of, of students that I've got there in, in that year. So, and it was just weird, man. Surreal, because I came home and I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know, like start of twenty fifteen, sort of January February time. I'm sitting there and it's like my dad's got cancer. I'm like, mm, he's probably going to be dead in like four or five months. I'm sitting in a job that I fucking hate, hating my life, don't know what the fuck I'm doing, where I'm going. And I decided to do something different. And I realised that actually, like, my mind's quite powerful. It's like if you set your mind to something, you say, right, fuck this, this isn't for me. Like, I want to do something different. Mm -hmm. And really apply myself. And I know that what it is that I'm doing, you know, I'm, it's something that I'm, you know, good at anyway, and I'm I'm involved in, and don't know. It's just weird. A lot can change in just you know two or three years if you finally say, do you know what? I can do better than what I was doing. Hell yeah, fuck I. You're right, saying your mind is powerful. You can do, <clears throat> and I I know it's silly. I, tell your kids this but i tell my daughters you just can do anything you fucking want yeah. like, you can be any you can do anybody you, you literally can be anything you want <laughs> and i think for years i was held back by the security of a job that paid all right money for at times completely, let's be perfectly honest just minimal fucking effort on my part mm-hmm. you stole the fucking I, brand the place. I, and i didn't <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't want to i didn't want to 
continue to take some, somebody else's money, a paycheck for the man, be another number. I wanted to go out and do my own thing and try and earn my own money and do the things that I want to do. Uh, and that just, I don't know, I came home today, it was just, my mind was blown for about an hour and a half, just like, what the fuck, man? Is this actually, like, what That's... I've managed to make happen? So it just, it was weird. And then I was thinking about my last day at and I remember how I'd made a track called the Rap with a good friend of mine, whose name I will beep out, but I'll say it just to keep the flow going, mm. which was yeah and uh but i just remember the day after it apd and all that they, everybody was up oh that's amazing that's amazing man that's amazing and not one person came up to speak to me or do anything and i thought that's fucking bullshit mm. i wrote the whole thing produced the whole thing got him in gave him the bars to read and recite and do coach her through the whole thing put it all together did it all and not one person came to see me at all and just as i was leaving um what's her name or whatever her name is now, she handed me a pen. A small pen that probably wouldn't have cost more than mass-produced about four pens to make. I mm. was, thank you for my contribution and all that, and I just... Oh, get the fuck I out never, I never went back after that day. Really? That was your last day? You walked out? Well, no, my dad was, as I say... You know, you had terminal cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So I just decided that fuck going back in there. I wasn't dealing with that right now. I was yeah. just going to go and do everything that I could to spend as much time with him, make sure he was all right. Um, and literally the day he died, which was only four or five months later, after being at Nine Wells, looking at his dead body. This is really morbid, man. <laughs> but, but it's an important part of the story for no, me. And it's just going, to where going. I am. But, you know, after looking at that and then... Going back in and just giving them a note saying I, I quit with immediate effect and just said fuck it, man. Like it's crazy. It's it's absolutely mental. Um, That's it, it just go, it just goes Mate, to show you, man. Like whatever you want to do, you can do it. It's never yeah. too late to sit there and say this isn't for me. This isn't the path that I want to take. I believe that I can do something different, make a positive contribution in whatever way. And for me, that just happens to end up being fucking education. Oh yeah, and yes. I know what my dad would have said. He would have just looked at it and said, "What? You're a fucking uni lecturer? <laughs> or did I just fucking let anybody do that these days? <laughs> Fuck sake, man!" So, so no, it's, it's, that's a big deal for me today. So, like, congratulations to you, Andy, and, Mark, uh, bro. I'm not, here's my candle. Cheers, yeah. cheers boys. Thank you very much. Congratulations, man. Yeah, man. No, look, when you say that, like, I was, I was buzzing for you, mate, because like you say, you you work your arse off, man. Like you say, the yeah. fact that can you come here and you do, like you said, the work that we do is minimal compared to like you get, you come round, you bring everything <laughs> round with you, you plug it all in, you set it all, man. If it wasn't for you, me and Mike would still be speaking on our phones. And that's, like assholes at this yeah. table. Well, well just wait for next week, boys. Oh, mate, <laughs> next week we're down in the new space. You and, got a name for uh, it? Well, not yet. We've been discussing that. But next week, we can confirm that next week's guest will be back, right? All right, because uh, it's obviously Bartwright and, and I who are running the space. We're the owners. We're responsible for it, kind of thing. Um, we've kitted it out. We've sorted it all out. Um, but this is where Monkey Sword Fight is going to be based. It's going to be Monkey Sword Fight HQ, yes. along with Counterculture Collective HQ. So we just need to figure out a fucking name that sums everything up. It'll be Monkey Sword Fight HQ on Tuesday Counter or Wednesday Mon nights. Counter Monkey Mon Sword Fight HQ every night. <laughs> <laughs> All day. <laughs> all day, all night. Um, well, we maybe jump into a wee bit of 
Oh, he's unsure. I know. Last week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was you, like, give me a little hint. You here. decide, Mike. Um, there's not much on the sports end of it, though. So unless you guys have some sports, Mike's still. Talking. I just want to hear the tune, though. That's the reason. Yeah, can, we, can you just <laughs> chuck in the tune anyway? Yeah, we'll put it in, and we'll just go for the two. Do you know uh, what I'm going to do for this week and this week only? I'm going to make the sports music the official outro for this week. Yes. Seeing as there's no sports section, I'll make it the outro music. How about yeah. that? There is a sports section. The Giants did win this week, so we, oh, we can actually... Yeah. Really? But it's fine. We'll gloss over that shit. The uh, <laughs> the Jets were about 30-odd points down at halftime. <laughs> All right, so put the put the thing in. Okay. Put, put the sports in, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Jets were stinky this oh, week. They man, were terrible. So bad. <laughs> so bad. And we've got the Patriots in a couple of weeks. And my pal, Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi. Is a big old Patriots fan. and Big old? Patriots got their ass kicked too this week. Yeah, so. but she loves to tell me how bad the Jets are. And I'm I'm praying, like honestly, I will be the worst winner. See if we pull a miracle out of our ass. I will be the worst. Don't be that guy. Oh, I will be because I don't get as a Jets fan. I don't get that very often. Act like you've been there. That's no, I, I haven't. <laughs> Act like you've been there. Uh, yeah. The Giants did win on Monday night. It's funny because I was talking to the handful of Giants fans that are still stupid enough to support the team that I know. <laughs> And uh, they were like, should I even stay up for this? And I was like, no, there's no point in staying up for it. So then I went to go check my fantasy football the next morning. And I was like, I guess I have a Giants player on my team. And I was like, holy shit, they, did, they did won. He, he, what was the score? Did, was it an emphatic uh, score? Um, no, well, they, it was a last minute win. They came down and, and scored at the end. Uh, I think it was 27-23 they won. Um, so I watched it the next night. And even watching it knowing the score the next night, it was funny because uh, I was just sitting and I had Connie's dogs like on either side of me. And every once in a while, I was like, oh, and ah. And they just jumped up and were like, what the, what's going on? What the fuck? They used to quiet Connie sitting there like going like all night. And me, I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> So um, it was great. Was that guy just looking at the window like <laughs> I know. She's got a new neighbor, too. He's probably like, what the fuck's going uh, on? I here? apologize to the listeners there for the undoubted huge peaks in the audio. Oh, it's probably to start a wee bit. I'm sorry. No, that's all right, Mike. Just um, Rachel will tell me about it. Yeah. So Did OBJ good. put up numbers? Uh, OBJ scored twice. He's, he's the guy who's on my fantasy team. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good game. It looked like a team finally. It's, they were playing against the Niners. You, you're riding high on the fantasy leagues for both of your fantasy leagues because you're still top of our basketball league as well. I am, yes. Uh, I don't think you've he's, he's only shifted. Or I think you've only dropped as far as third. Um, I don't even think I've been that low. It was a second. Like, I think literally, I've been Mike's second, like you're bringing home that ring, Mike. I'm, mate, I won it, <laughs> mate. Like literally, the start of the week, I was two points behind Mike, and then I don't know how the system works in that basketball league because I checked my app today and I'm ten points behind Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, step I've, got game good, I've got a good I've, team. I put a lot into my draft, I've my draft prep this year. Did you actually? Yeah. But I'm, I'm still kind of iffy on what's going to happen once players start getting back to injury the, season. I'm you can like, make yeah. trades in that throughout the season, though, can't you? you? Can. Actually, yeah. our league had its first official trade after three years. Was this year? Oh yeah, I, did see I, that? I, I yeah. traded Dan. I traded. Who was that I traded? I traded Lonzo for Kuzma. Oh okay. Because Lonzo was putting up some serious <laughs> assists, but his numbers were just awful. Like his Coons. points. Kuzma. Uh, speaking of NBA, did you see uh, Kevin Durant and uh, I, I read about it, but I didn't Draymond actually Green. see what actually happened. Well, um, this is from what I, I roughly saw. So it was at the end of the game, playing the Clippers, and it was get, coming up to the end of regulation. Draymond Green ended up getting, I think he got the rebound and just tried to go like coast to coast. And I think Kevin Durant must have said, like, give me the ball. Probably not in those nice terms, but mm. he's probably like, well, give me the ball so I can win the game for us. And then Draymond Green just went off on him. 
and they ended up suspended Draymond Green. Suspended Draymond Green. Draymond Green seems like a bit of an arsehole. He is an asshole. But you need that. I think you need that yeah, on your team, though. Yeah, you know, you do. You need that guy who literally doesn't give a balls about yeah. anything. But he does just seem like an arsehole in general. So because Golden State is just perfect, they're flawless, this is like everyone's harping on it now. This kind of like, oh, look at this. They're not winning. What's going to happen? I was, I, was, I was flicking through the BBC Football website. I was on the Celtic page. And I was yeah. like just flicking through articles one day when I was killing time. And there was an article written like at the end of September by a guy <laughs> called Tom England. And he was just like slagging off Brendan Rodgers. Tom Roger. English. Tom English. He's like, that's it. The house of cards has come down. Brendan Rodgers no longer walks on water. And then I read an article from him three weeks later. He's like, Celtic triumphant once again. The ever-present <laughs> Scott Brown and the undeniable Brendan Rodgers. I was like, zero hint of irony. Like he didn't reference the fact that weeks beforehand he'd be like, this is Armageddon for Rodgers. So... Fuck you, Tom English. Mike, you made a really interesting point there just at the end, which was um, how Golden State have played so flawlessly, so perfectly for so long, yeah. that now that suddenly they're not winning, mm. cracks are starting to appear. How common is that in professional well, team well, sports? It's, I don't think it's that, they're, it's that they're not winning. I just think that this is something that people are looking at just because they are so good. So they're making a bigger deal of it than they should. And because Kevin Durant's probably going to be leaving at the end of this time, that's what well, Draymond Green said to him. He said, you're not even going to be here next year, so why are you talking right, to me? You do make a, well, look, at, look at Celtic again, for example. Start of the season, that was Celtic's worst campaign start for 20-odd years. Mm-hmm. And immediately folk were like, ah, I, the f-. well, they did They did have a shite transfer window, didn't they really bring in any new blood? <clears throat> and everyone's like, nah, Rodgers is gone. And then cut to six weeks later... Well, also just just make sure in that that you consider that teams like Hearts and Kilmarnock and that haven't really been able to turn the screw and apply that pressure by maintaining a large gap over Celtic. Mm. Why? Or just because they Be- just haven't because they're not consistent. They're not consistent. Well, that's okay. that's like, I was I was surprised. So when we, so when so we like played them, are usually consistent enough to then start begin to catch them up. Yeah, when we, we pumped hearts we, we twice. Played, in the last we played two them weeks, in the so. cup final. I was convinced it was going to be a tough game, and it was like, for three 0 It wasn't exactly a walkover, but the, the the next week when we beat them five 0 at Parkhead in the league, Jesus! Like, <laughs> even the commentators were like, ah, "Who is this Hearts team that we're watching?" <laughs> But, um, the Rangers won at the weekend as well. I won't mention that, so folk are going to say I'm biased. They won hey. 7-1 against Motherwell, Celtic threw nothing each against Livingston. Hey. Livingston are a bad team. We said that just a few weeks yeah. back. They're a tough mob to beat. Like, And I, I hate it as well, because like, they, they've always done a good job defending, because I listened to the second half on the radio, and I don't think Celtic were ever further away from their penalty box in about 10 yards, but mm. fair fucks to Livingston for putting the screw on. Like, Any other sports? Oh, Floydy Floyd. Oh, backing out. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> What's that all He's hilarious. Because he was saying that he, 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 he didn't want to make a fuss at the actual press conference, so he went along with it at the press conference or something, and then... I could, I could actually see that happening, though. Like, just lost in translation and whatever, but it's just a It's a, a strange one, right? <laughs> but never a man to turn down free p- publicity. Yeah. No. Th- that's the problem, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you made the same as that. I will sometimes Stay compete relevant. in very, very private and low-profile exhibition fights, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Nice. That boy would have whipped his ass. <laughs> yeah, man. From what the, the videos that well, I've seen... either him, that or they put the rule set to him and then he was just like, there's no way I'm yeah. going down with fucking yeah. head kicks and they're, they're getting leg kicks and that. Fuck oh, that. man, because he would crumble. He'd get murdered. Man. A decent leg kick for a kickboxer and 
I, I challenge any normal person or any boxer to not just hit the deck. Yeah. I hope that guy has capitalized off of this somehow, though, and got his name out there even a bit further than it already is in that area of the world. And well, we'll see if anybody tunes in to, if anybody even recognizes when his next fight's announced. Yeah. We'll see if anybody's it, talking about that. I've heard some rumors of uh, Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy fucking done the business at the weekend again, uh-huh. man. That'd be a, I'd love to see that fight. I genuinely reckon that'd be a beast. Go of a and fight. watch. Or go and just YouTube listeners. We'll maybe throw this up because I watched it this morning after I watched Luke Thomas video when I got up. Um, it was uh, Donald Cerrone's top ten knockouts. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Oh, half of them are head kicks. Oh. There was the one we put on this beautiful combination. I think it was three or four fights ago. Yeah, left, right, left, right, and the boy was just like. Oh, it's like something at the Matrix, man. Right. Like Donald Cerrone is a dangerous, well, dangerous. He's got, dude, he's got the most. He's got the most wins ever in the UFC. That's because he fights every. Oh, fortnight. I did see something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's got the most wins ever. <laughs> I think fortnight. his problem is like for fighting at lightweight for so long. He was always in that sort of upper echelon of fighters, but he was never quite in the top two mm. or three. And whenever he got close to a title shot or got a title shot, the occasion generally seemed to kind of get to him. I got two mixed martial arts things here. First one about Conor McGregor, right? Um, ha- have you ever seen someone lose a fight and then go on a victory lap like he has? He's been, I've seen him at one of the NFL stadiums like two weeks after he fought mm-hmm. and lost. Yep. I've just seen him everywhere. Boy, I know he's promoting his, his whiskey. That's exactly but, why. Oh, okay. It's just, is it just that? Just I just see him everywhere. It's kind of like, hey, yeah, I got my ass kicked, but, but I'm here. Same, <laughs> hey, but it's the same as Floyd Mayweather, isn't it? It's about Except staying, he doesn't lose. It's, it's about staying in that camera lens, being staying relevant. relevant. That's right, yeah. Correct. But I think it's what he is, because every time I've seen him on camera, he's had a bottle of his own whiskey in his hand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's he was with Mike Tyson yeah, it's strange shortly after to see that him. as well. It's strange to see him all the time, but like, at the same time, it's just good business. Yeah. Now, I'll <clears throat> pick up on something interesting that I noticed. Anytime there is a UFC event on, whether it's a pay-per-view or whether it's a fight night, Mm-hmm. He is tweeting like fuck and retweeting all the people that are tweeting him pictures of, you know, it's like, I'm in Brooklyn and just got two balls, a proper 12 at Notorious MMA. Yeah. So what's happening is while the UFC events are on, anyone that's following McGregor is getting their timeline filled up with Conor McGregor retweets of his fans and the proper sport stuff. It's really fucking clever. Yeah. I haven't seen any articles that anyone's written on it because I was hoping maybe somebody might have started to have a look at the statistics involved in it mm-hmm. and look at his tweet activity Yeah, and look at how it coincides with UFC events. He's, mm. he's very, he's, very smart. It's something their, I've noticed. A wee trend, man. He's their mate. biggest asset by far. Yeah. Do you know Because I mean? he is the crossover into all but aspects. That's the point. UFC are tweeting, oh, what a first round fucking armbar by Donald Cerrone. But that tweet is lost in the blizzard. The of sea of Conor McGregor tweets. <laughs> all the stuff yeah. that he's doing at the same time throughout these events. Yeah. Fucking very shrewd operator, man. Mm, he's got a good social media team, doesn't well, he? Yeah, I've that proper 12 taste. We do, like, yeah. Do yeah. they sell it here? They probably do. I've heard it taste like shit, but I'd still drink it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Irish whiskey's a bit harsher crack, than, man. See what it's like. than Scotch. Uh, like, that's some proper, like get drunk and beat down the English. This, the second thing was, why is... <laughs> why is... <laughs> Andy Mack showing some of that self-restraint, bro. 
why is everyone bitching about football, uh, American football, and the concussions and all that stuff? And then when it mixed martial arts and the you know all that shit is at the its height now, it's at its peak. Why is it okay to knock somebody out, give them brain damage in that way, but not brain damage over a certain amount of time with the NFL? What, what's the difference there? I don't know, man. Actually, it's a good point. Why There's, the out, why the backlash for the football? But not for it's the because the, the American football players really don't know how to tackle. They're literally tackling head to head. Even though they've got helmets on, they are tackling fucking head-to-head. Head. Well, they're starting to cut that out with, with a lot of the flags. But it's not even that. It's just like the linemen on every play, when they go to engage, they, their heads hit. And when you do that 40 times a game, I, you're going to have issues. I, I would be interested to look at some studies. I can't really say. I've got opinions, but I don't know if they can be based on fact. But I'd be interested to see roughly the number of NFL players compared to rugby league and rugby union players. Mm -hmm that seem to be suffering the same sort of problems and see if this, this, the statistics between the, the two correlate and match up because I think oh, a lot don't. of the NFL has something to do funny. with the tackling. Oh, yeah, it definitely it, is. It definitely and, is. And the yeah. fact that you're covered in the gear. Yeah. But mm. even look at it, like, if you get, not even smashed, but if you get a sack, and a lot of sacks can be quite like you're just wrapped around, you're still hitting the deck, your brain's still shuggling about, mm -hmm. and you're still taking more impact to your head than the normal person. Yeah. When was the last time you bumped your head? Like, with any real... Like, not like concussion style. No, I've only had two concussions and they were both from playing football. Yeah, but your, rugby, the, if they just said, hey, look at these guys tackle like them, which is probably the route it's going to have to go down pretty quickly if they want to save the sport. Well, that's why rugby players, and it's Joe Rogan said this as well. He goes, he reckons that the UFC should be bare knuckle because you would punch differently. You would take into account. So, rugby players, when they tackle, don't mm. tackle like NFL players because mm. they know. They know how to tackle. They've been trained to tackle. Yeah, because they know that they have to take themselves into consideration. Whereas, obviously, like you say, don't be wrong, I'm not saying the pads take away from the fact that it hurts. Yeah. The pads protect the hitter more than they protect the person being hit. Yeah, but I, I think that we take the pads off of... Uh 300 pound guy who runs like a 4-2. Someone's going to die. Better, but I think it's as well, like, the people who were trying to tackle them would think differently. Of course they would. Yeah. You take the helmets off at NFL players. I bet you straight away you take the helmets off and the shoulder pads. And yeah. the tackling game changes overnight with it's, obviously it's, correct coaching and that kind of stuff. It's probably going to happen. Not overnight. So They're going to need to. Like, look at it as well. Like, if, you, if you ever punch someone, tell me your hand doesn't it hurt like a bastard after you're punched. <laughs> yeah, after but some of that up. also comes down to people's inability to throw a punch correctly. correctly. Yeah, no, yes. but still, but def it would definitely be different. If you, like, like you, see, if you had gloves on, mm -hmm. you would punch a lot harder than if you didn't have gloves Well, that's on. why you wrap your hands. I mean, your hands are wrapped first and foremost to protect your hands. Mm. Because your hands are frail. Yeah, they are. The hands, joke I was he broke his hands in every fight he ever had. Joe Kazagi. Yeah, he oh, said geez, he had like a recurring injury, so any fight, I think was, I'm sure it was him. That's why he always Correct used to I'm dance wrong. a bit for 12 rounds and never knocked <laughs> anyone out. I like Joe Kazagi. Fair play to him. Right, should we, that sounds like sports, so should we go into a little bit of... Bra or no? We'll have to get you to trust me again. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know how many we have this week. We got a couple on the Instagram. On the gram? Well, yeah. do you want, will we do the ones from the Yeah, we'll the do list the ones first? from in there first and I'll boot up the live. Go here first. Um, do you want to boot up the live first? Uh, no, just fire on. Fire on? Um, first we have <laughs> um, stuffed mushrooms. 
Animax came. I made some the other day. Did, Did you? you? Made them? Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely brilliant. So just cook up a little bit of bacon. Yeah. All you need is a little creme fraiche. Obviously, you've got your big, you've got your big mushroom. Yeah. And then you're mixing that. I put in mine a little bit of Parmesan cheese, a little bit of cheddar cheese, Ooh. in with the creme fraiche and the bacon. Mixed that up, scooped that, filled that inside the mushrooms, and then covered that with goat's cheese. Oh, you filthy Salt, bitch. pepper, a little bit of parsley. That sounds dope. Straight in. And Is that I, what I, you make for dinner at Casa de McFarlane? Yeah, man. Oh, oh, come over, God damn it. Shut no, 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 but the thing God. is, I had two big mushrooms that I needed to finish off. Oh, okay. So okay. I was like, they're going out of date tomorrow. I was like, I'm just going to need to make them into something. So your your stuffed mushrooms, do you like, some people will use the smaller mushrooms and kind of scoop them out and then put the stuff in. But, but I like the big portobello. Uh, big portobello. Yeah, mushroom, yeah, yeah, me too. <clears throat> I don't like mushrooms. Ah. I don't like the texture. Get out. Seeing that though, actually... I did once I had mushrooms. I was staying in a hotel down in Englandshire with work. I was in this nice hotel and I got steak, nice wee sirloin steak, uh, homemade chips, and it came with a side of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try these bad boys. And they were delicious. But every time I've tried mushrooms since, mm-hmm. give me the book. Give me the book. Give me the book. But a, f- a proper stuff, filled mushroom, perfect. Yes. You can even start then mixing it up, just simple, a little pesto. Mm-hmm. Little olive oil cooking with little, Andy Mac. Little matcha, boys. I love cooking. I love cooking too. I am um, right. Get that camera off me. I'm going to end up coming across. Like, I love cooking. <laughs> I don't want to read my Jamie Oliver books tonight. Oh. You know what I mean? Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Raw or not? No. What an asshole. Fucking ruined school dinners, mate. Took away the hot dogs. Yeah, so stuffed mushrooms. Yeah, bro. I'm bro, 1,000% bro. Well, Ken, what? I'm going to go on the basis of those mushrooms that I had and on the basis of how good the stuff Andy Mack just described is. I'll say bro, Tay. I'm going to have to give them another shot. All right. I don't know this one. Who, the, who is Letitia Buffoni? Uh, this was something that came in on the Instagram. Letitia, Letitia, Letitia Buffoni and a, uh, yeah, look her up. And um, let me see who the other person was. Letitia Buffoni, oh, who's she? They put them both together. Street skateboarder. Letitia Bu- and Maria Pedraza from Bad Mac Triple Nine on the Instagram. Maria Pedraza. Yeah. That's well, Stevie Mac. Was yeah. Uh, I'll show you Stevie Mac. Letitia Buffoni. Oh, fucking yes, hell. Oh, mate. <laughs> yes, oh, wait please. a minute, though. She looks quite young. Can we get a Wikipedia What's age, the age on her? that? Yeah. I may say 25, 25. I was glad you were not going to say 17 or something. <laughs> what, what was the other one? Uh, Luti- P- Maria Pedraza. Maria. Maria Pedraza. That's Pedraza. like a real, like. She an actress. New York name. Maria Pedraza. To the office, please. Maria Pedraza. Let's check her out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We love our girlfriends. We love them. Neither of them fucking listen. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, it's a bra from me. Double bra. Uh, it's a bra followed by an aw. Ooh. Andy Mack's fucking picky, <laughs> He's a picky like man. Like. <laughs> um, the couple have just come through on the Instagram as well. Um, Shuggy Gray. Bailey's. Bra or no? The drink. Oh. Yeah. I didn't mind that we Baileys. I love Baileys. I am. Um, I remember once we were drinking at um, oh, we were drinking at my mum and dad's house years ago. Me and my pals, and we ran out of booze before we were going out. And the only thing I'd find in the cupboard was Baileys, <laughs> and the only mixer we had was milk. <laughs> so we just sat and had these alcoholic chocolate milkshakes before we went out. And I'll tell you what, 
Was it good? Fucking bra. Were you wasted? Oh, smish. I was 18. Of course I was wasted. Andy Matt? Yeah, it's not something I would drink. Not even like a little, little nip? Oh, yeah. During Christmas? Just, yeah, but. A wee Bailey's for your soft mouth. <laughs> I've not got a soft mouth. <laughs> yeah. no. I got a hard mouth. <laughs> a hard mouth. Bastard me, like. No, uh, I'll say bra. I've got no reason to hate on it. So I'm going to fall back on that one. So I'll just right, say bro. Reason, uh, I'm going to say bro too. I have a story about that as well, though. Uh, what's um, what's the stuff that you put in mudslides? What's that stuff called? Kind of cr- coffee or chocolate tasting? Uh, this this is No. Um, this isn't going to work if I don't know the name of it. Anyone on Instagram, Night and Days, check it in. Uh, it says great work at Blend and Stand Out. Thank you. Um, I'll think of it in a sec. Um, so the Mississippi mud slate. Yeah, what's the? There's like a dark liquor that's in there. I think. Uh, Mark Miller checking in. Nah, it's not Tia Maria. Um, there's Mark Miller checking in saying sweet corn on pizza, bra. Absolutely not. Oh yeah, I'll give that a broad. Uh, definitely. Kalula. Really? Kalula. 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 <laughs> you don't like toppings on pizza full stop, do you? No, I don't, and we've been through this, but sweet corn, sweet nah, corn sweet is nothing. Corn, I think sweet corn the, can get the, the fuck. only <laughs> unacceptable toppings on a pizza are like anchovies, fish, or onions. Ah, uh, fish Other than uh, that, like pineapple. There's not no more pineapple and ham pizza. Uh, the, I wouldn't order Andy, it, but on. I'd eat it. Come what on, you're, you're embarrassing on. yourself. Come on. Embarrassing myself. You're better than this. To you, um, no, the one that's eating off the kids' menu. I just hate cheese pizza, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that if you can, uh, I'm not going to defend myself again. I'm raising my voice. Uh, right, so you go back to your your, uh, your story with Kahlua. Yeah, so Kahlua. So I, I've said this before. I don't know if this is my mom's first time hearing this, but there was a bar in the basement when my parents moved in. They just left it untouched, and I just raided that when I turned of age. And um, once I drank all the hard stuff, the gin and the vodka and everything, there was just a bottle of Kahlua. So I didn't think you needed to mix it with anything. So I was just drinking. Picture like a 15-year-old Mike Dots with this stupid mustache on his face, <laughs> walking around a party thinking I'm hardcore, drinking out of a bottle of Kahlua like a loser. Oh, I was like, why? It's like, it just tastes like chocolate syrup with uh, alcohol in it. It's gross. That's what I was thinking about these wee fannies cutting about. It's like, can't we out? And then I got a bottle of MD 2020, man. My dog, you're like, mate, that stuff's like fucking 15%. Fucking state you. <laughs> I saw some dude walking around town, like, with just a bottle of Buckfest. This has probably been like 12 in the afternoon. He was all like that. I must have been going to a wedding or something. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? You can't just walk around town with like that. And then the police, of course, grabbed them. We're like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you can't do that. So you, you, you can get away with it sometimes. But then it'd be cutting about the streets on a busy day, day in it. Yeah. Like, if you're going away, and stand outside the wedding and have a drink because the police probably will just leave you to it. All but, right. Uh, there was another one just came in on the gram. Um, it says, blokes driving Audi TTs. Nothing funnier. So blokes driving Audi TTs. Bra and all. <laughs> what, what, what does that sound about? You, you guys know someone who drives an Audi TT? No, no it's, it's, like, it's, a, it's a nice car, but it's a, it's a, it's a bit girly, man. <laughs> The convertible? If Don't drive got, the convertible. Look, if you've got money for a decent car, then you buy an Audi TT. How much mm. does an Audi TT cost? Let's look it up. Roughly. 80 grand. 80 Fuck off. 80 grand. 80 grand for an Audi TT, really? Yeah. Nice one, maybe. You bet, okay. I, I don't, don't know. think. I don't think men should be driving. I have a fucking Ford Focus, mate. Give me a break. <laughs> I don't think men should be driving Yeah, so it's, a, it's a th- th- from about from 31 and a half thousand pounds. So it's a 30-odd grand car. I'm not going to lie. As a bloke, personally, I think there's a lot 
better looking cars yeah. I could be buying for thirty grand. I would grand. automatically assume that you're a bit of a flash bastard. Uh, so uh, I think that men shouldn't be driving convertibles unless it's like an old vintage car. Yeah, like an old. That's just my 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 dream car is like priority. a fucking like I love a Mustang, like a proper like. Mark Miller saying a mini. I don't know if he means that we should be driving. No, men shouldn't drive minis. I'll oh, no. The four-door minis are cool, man. No, mate. The four-door minis are nice. No, they're not. Well, I don't know if those are actually mate, considered minis. you literally let down your entire people by driving a mini. <laughs> like, I, I drive a mini. There's nothing wrong with minis. I like a mini. No, no there's nothing wrong with minis. No, the old school minis, maybe. Nah, the proper old ones for the 70s, yeah. aye, but I'm not wanting none of those like, new the age new joints men. are nice. No, they're not. They like, are, oh, man. Come on. The new joints are nice. Don't try, don't try to make it cool by calling them joints. Oh, Mark's trying to sell cars. He says, I sell minis. Come see me. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I'm on to you. So, do you fancy sponsoring us, Mark? We're, oh, looking, yeah. for a, we're looking for a new show sponsor. Yeah. So, I mean, also, you're shifting cars. So Come on down to Mark Miller's. Check He's us got out. the Check minis. Check us stats, man. We've got some reach. <laughs> Mark Miller's. Ken, I mean, you could be sponsoring the show, bro. Oh, yeah. Give us one to try out, and then we'll... Uh, <laughs> He's a mini. He's what a else shot. is on the list? He's a your mini. Right. Um, he is a shot of your mini. Dark Knights. Dark Knights. Brought or not? Uh, we kind of touched on this last week, didn't we? I didn't like was it. Was it the week Holly was on? We were talking about that. Oh, yeah, we Brought were. Brought or not when it was yeah. getting dark. All right, okay. Okay. And what have we got? We've got someone in the face of I think. I think there was one. Although on I will say Oops. with the Dark Knights, I, I noticed I'm going to my bed a lot earlier. Oh, Me I'm too. Sleeping like a baby. Yeah, I am sleeping a lot better. Yeah, that's uh, good. Right, uh, Matt Hooper has put uh, the Trump teddy bear. <laughs> the Trump teddy bear will make Christmas great again. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that freakish loser. Oh, mate, did and you Donald see? Trump. Bye, I've heard apparently. I've heard apparently he went mental at his staff because nobody tell him that not going to that war memorial thing would be a bad idea. <laughs> He's just that dumb where he yeah. wouldn't think that. that I, would be I read issue. a bit of an article the other day. I think it was on Vice that um, since the sort of the midterm failures, he's mm. just retreated into a cocoon of resentment and self-loathing. Not even self-loathing, but just like he doesn't self. He's just no. not. He just he doesn't understand why he took such a beating. I just feel like he would just sit on a couch somewhere in the White House with his arms folded, and people come to talk to him. He goes, "No, leave me alone. Leave me alone. No." It's just I just don't get it. I think I'm brilliant. <laughs> But Trump bear, it's going to be just a goes to show me. you if you put your mind to anything, you can be anything That's you fucking very want true. to be, even if you're even a the fucking president. Fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, aye, Trumpy bears are not from me. Like. Nah, I'm not doing anything to support that man. I think no. uh, is that a triple no? Triple I think, no. I think no, we no, touched man. on this one last year, but I think it deserves to be brought back up again. Okay. Uh, people putting their Christmas tree up in November. Mm. I just saw, this is from Stevie Smith, shout out Stevie Smith. Smithy. I just saw someone on my Facebook post pictures of them putting up and it makes me angry. It's only the 14th of fucking November. <laughs> He's actually had a bit of love on that one. Um, I've got to agree. Look, yeah. I'm not a killjoy, but at the same time, I feel like, see if you put your tree up that early, like anything else, it becomes just part of the background yeah. and you don't actually take it in. Like I like having my tree up sort of midway through December, mm -hmm. and then I appreciate it for the time that it's actually there. The Christmas, New Year period. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like you say, if you can put it up new, by the time it gets to Christmas Day, it's just been sat there for yeah. fucking ages. Do you know what I mean? It's nothing. We were out walking yesterday, and people have like the Christmas lights up already too. It's yeah. like, come on, jeez, oh, like. 
Let's let it breathe. Let's let Halloween breathe. Let's let Guy Fox Night breathe. Uh, let's not Bonfire add to my anxiety. I haven't even got the Thanksgiving yet. Exactly. That's, you guys need Thanksgiving. You need a holiday. No, Mike, I've had enough <laughs> of your holidays. <laughs> Mate, I don't need any more reminding that I've not bought any Christmas presents yeah, yet, man. I, I was working oh, out, I was fuck. sitting there looking at my, I was like, got my pay slip, and I was sitting working out, like, how much I'm spending on what person. Captain Pennies. Oh, mate, I was spewing by the end of it. When I looked it's at my terrible. Amazon basket, I was just like, and I haven't even bought, went mental for anyone, but it's just there's that many people. Well, look at it this way. you got to get something for your mom and your dad. Mum, dad. And then chuff. So right, just, mom, just dad, get Riley chuff. cut out, right? Because he'll be dad, the most chuff. expensive. Mum, dad, chuff, Riley. Three nieces. Aww. Sister doesn't have any kids, so she still gets a present. Her boyfriend, they're easy. That's going to be drink. Yeah. Um, fucking, and you've got, oh, just, oh, mate. And then you've actually got to think about it. I'm usually really good at presents. Mm-hmm. But at least me and Chuff have been living with each other for about a year and a bit now. So, like, we just get bits as we go through the year. Yeah. Last year was quite easy because we didn't officially live with each other yet. So, like, it was easy to get loads of bits. But this year, I'm like, ah, fuck. I got, I got, well, all right, let's do a go around the table okay, about this one then. No. 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 Okay. So, <laughs> just st- staying on the Christmas thing, though, like, would you prefer for your significant other to give you a list of things that you want? Or do you want you to say, you know what? I'm with you all the time. I should know, and I'm just gonna go get you. So, g- being given Christmas lists, raw or not, look, man, I don't like. See if like Chuff said a couple of things to me, like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, so, I bet you wouldn't. Hey. Not with that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's been tough, bro. It's been tough. <laughs> got to put work in, don't yeah, you? Yeah, got to turn her around and everything. Ah, <laughs> that's on Facebook. Anyway, but him, I no, I, I don't mind like. Because I'll say stuff like, look, if you're struggling for ideas, I wouldn't have made something like that. Yeah. But at the same time, I would want, just like I would want from her, a little bit of thought to go into it. Yeah. Like, I'm a nightmare to buy for because I don't want a lot of stuff. Yeah, me neither. But like, so that's why I always make a point of saying, look, if you're struggling for ideas, but I would want her to say, oh, I've seen this and thought you would like it. Mm-hmm. Not to make it too easy. <laughs> I'll make sure she's still interested. So, so no list. You don't want a list. I don't want a list. Okay. I don't mind like giving suggestions, but like I don't want a full list. Andy Mack, what do you think? Does that take away from the Christmas? <laughs> I became Andy Mack. It's going to say. Well, okay. Uh, right. Well, there's two ways I look at it. Like, if you want to know what to get me for Christmas, ask me what do I want, what do I need, what mm-hmm. would I like. That would be a good place to start. If we're talking significant other here, yeah. Ideally, I'd just be like. I'm not really like I don't really give a fuck about it. So I'd be like, look, if you're all right, we're not giving a fuck about it. Then so am I. Yeah. So, can what I mean? Like, think all the other stuff that I've done for you. The other 364 days of the year. That's all the fucking teas that I've paid I know for. for I, know for yeah. I know for a fact. I know for a fact. All the teas that I've cooked. All the mushrooms that I've stuffed. <laughs> so <laughs> romantic, Andy. See, like, see as well. Like, see if I was I with somebody. Nothing, if I was with somebody that kicked off because I'd, I'd given them a gift that I thought was brilliant, but they were like, I'm not liking that. They'd get burst. Yeah. I know for a fact that <laughs> you get what you're given. You get that's and you burst. That's, and you go, that's you great. You beat her. Is that what you're saying? That's I, know, I know for a fact that if I get something, I put a bit of thought in it. Chuff will appreciate that. Yeah. That'll mean more to her than if I go. You get one of the old oh the photos on Facebook. The Mark Jacobs hashtag boy done good hashtag yeah. lucky girl. That's what I fucking dread on Christmas Day. Uh, is a hashtag lucky girl. Yeah. Because some unimaginative cunts just went and bought his girl from the Michael Kors handbag because mm. he recognised the name. <laughs> but couldn't he spell her favourite colour? Listen, I'd, make, I'd much rather just, you know, rather than for one day looking so amazing because I bought a bird that I really can't stand or fall out with all the time, <laughs> some amazing present, have another 364 days a year where I've got somebody that I'm really sound with. 
There you go. Present gifts. What the fuck is it, man? No. So, <sighs> no, not all around. I don't like no. this. No. Fuck Christmas. Cancel it. <laughs> Daryl Ann checking in saying, a woman president, I assume she means in America. A woman as president. As long as there's no Hillary Probably Clinton. Not. As long as it's not Donald Trump, it could be a fucking green yeah, alien. Yeah, we don't really care. Honest, yeah. <laughs> as long as they're the best candidate. Well, it she, shouldn't matter whether, you know. I'm it's no heat what they got between their legs. Me neither. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a man, it's a woman, they're black, they're white. It doesn't matter. Just if not you, darling. We don't want you to be a leader of anything. Bernie uh, Sanders. She, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> she says, uh, Arnie. I, I buy what I want for Christmas and then get the money from my man to pay for it. There you go. <laughs> well, or, or rather, you could just say, that's what I'm wanting, and it costs 200 bucks. For <laughs> sale, dude. 200 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks. 25 20 bucks. Darling. <laughs> 25 fucking max. Oh, look at this guy with the new job throwing the cash around. I, I, huh? I imagine, like, you see with Andy, Christmas present budget is like when you when you get redundancy from your work. Yeah. It's like five pounds per year plus an extra <laughs> year's oh long service. Yeah, man. That's it. For every two years that you put up on my shite, it gets doubled. So it's like <laughs> 10 pounds and then 20 pounds. We've right. got one oh, more okay, here from, uh, from Night and Day podcast as well. <laughs> Trap music, bro or no? Trying to music. hold a candle to the boom bat beats of the nineties. Oh God, speaking to me. <laughs> He's just trying to tickle the old Andy. I've been listening to loads of trap recently. Also, I'm night and day. When's bad. the next episode happening? By the oh. way, want to see some night and day. When's the next one coming? Uh, um, trap music. Look, I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it either. But I prefer. I, don't know, I prefer the older stuff. Yeah, me too. So, in 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 respect with the old boom bat stuff, then it's a no for me. It's a no. I like the trap music. Mm-hmm. It's the mumbling and over the top of it. Shite over the top of it. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, the beats are good, but like. Those yeah, 808s, man. There's no skill with regards to the, the actual uh, tenant. That's what it is nowadays. It's just. Have you, have you heard this? I'm going to put a link to it. I know we always say this, but I'm going to put a link to this on the Facebook page. It's called. Uh, it's by a guy named is Mo Bamba, I think his name is. Uh, it's just. It sounds like something that you would listen to if, like. You were they were trying to hypnotize you. It's just da, 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 da. it's yeah. terrible. It's there's terrible no, music. There's no flow to it. Uh, there's uh, so we, we're all well. You said bra. You like the music, but just not the uh, raps over them. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bobby um, Sanchez. Bobby Sanchez sent one last week that we didn't get to. <laughs> kind of a joke one. It says people who moan about dark nights being a pain in the ass when we live in Scotland. In the northern hemisphere, correct, and that's what I always <laughs> say. Folk that moan about the weather as well, like what the fuck? We're a tiny wee island in the middle of the North Atlantic. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, shut your mouth. Get over it. Shut your saft. Shut your whole. Shut your wee saft mouth. Wee fool. Wee mort. Wee mort. Wee mort. That cheeky wee mort. Should we just call this episode Random Spoons? Yeah, wee mort. Random Spoons. Yeah, wee mort. Um, is that all the bra or not? That's all of us done, yeah. What are we watching and listening? Yeah, I actually got a few. Oh, I got two this week. What have you been watching or listening to this week? Yeah, well, do you want to go first? I do, yeah, so I don't forget. Uh, I watched two movies this week. First one was Den of Thieves. Have you guys ever seen this? I've heard someone else was talking to me about this. Um, Jared Butler. Jared Butler's in it, yeah. Uh, 50 Cent. Um, something Schreibner, not Lee, Liev Schreibner, his, his son, I think it is. Oh, okay. Um, it was pretty good. It was uh, it was a really good concept. The ending was was very good. 
but it, it falls into those cliches about, oh, you're the best. You're the only one who can do this job. I hate those, like, those type of... One but, more job. One, one more job and we're getting out. That's it. You're the only one who can drive. He's the best driver in the business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and one of his family members, like his niece or something, has been killed and he's got to come back. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's... Oh, and Ice Cube's son is in it too. Oh, Shay. 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 Yeah. yeah. So... Um, you're on first names with him. I'm not. Yeah, so um, you should have called his son Rubik's. Rubik's. <laughs> Rubik's. Cube. Sorry, mate. Uh, Ice Cube put a shoe. Put a shoe out. Put, put a, them. A, a new song out. Actually, dissing Trump too. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah so I, I think everyone should watch it. I think it's a, it's a good movie. It just falls into those stupid kind of cliches. It's about some bank robbers, and they show the cop side of it and the bank robber side of it, and how they, you know don't get caught or do get caught or whatever. But I give it I give it five bananas just because of the cliches. But there's some there's that scene that, that's been going around on the internet about when Fifty Cent's daughter comes for with the boy from the prom and all the, the huge Mexican and Polynesian boys are in the garage and he's like, Don't mess with my daughter. So that scene's pretty funny. But um check it Sometimes out. Sometimes all thieves. you need is a wee five banana movie. Yeah. So it's something you can just I didn't want to be blown away. Something you can just drift in and out of and just have a relaxing time with. Still worth a watch. Um yeah. also get him to Greek. I saw that. Uh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand, yeah. who, who I don't really like, but this movie was pretty funny. Yeah, I do, I do like that one, actually. Yeah. Diddy's in it. I, Diddy kind of plays like a character, <laughs> caricature Diddy of himself. Diddy is the highlight of that movie. Yeah, and he just says stupid shit throughout the whole movie. Uh, I was kind of hazy when I watched it, but I was still laughing. Um, pretty good movie. I give it a six. Yeah, six that's bananas. another mid-range one. I, I, that's one of those ones I stick on if I'm... I like, if Not I'm much just, thinking Yeah, involved. I'm just yeah. cutting a bit. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, oh wait, there's some music too. Sorry. Um, what was I listening to? Oh, I still bumping the Ti album. Of course, it's unreal. Can't stop listening to it. And <laughs> the Mo Bamba song that I just talked about. It sounds like you're being brainwashed. And oh no, that's it. I don't have any music. <laughs> Sorry. Apology accepted. Jordan, what about you? <laughs> um, me and Chuff, uh, we finished the, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. All right, is that new the, on Netflix? The new Netflix yeah. series. Sorry, how old do you use? <laughs> Mate, the thing is, I, I used to watch the original because I was younger. So I stuck it on because it was maybe a bit. It's, it's actually quite good, wasn't it? And Did Riley it? was there too, wasn't he? No. Oh, oh, oh weird. No, it's not for kids. There's like some fucking pretty graphic shit goes down in it. All right. It's not massively my cup of tea. Has it still got Melissa Joan Hart on it? No, no. It's oh. like a total re... You like it? I was like going to be like adults oh, that shit. Now, like, oi, oi. I had a proper... That would get me f***ing boys. I had a proper <laughs> re-hang for Melissa Joan Hart. Like. No, it's, it's not right, man. It's, it's not massively my cup of tea. Chuff quite enjoyed it. There was a couple of decent twists and turns. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. As, as much as the story wasn't super engaging, it did look pretty good. Um, we watched, sort of did our annual watch of Lord of the Rings extended versions. Mm -hmm. It was good fun. Um, you have the DVDs? Yeah, it's got okay. the Blu-rays. Maybe I should borrow that. Mate, do you have 23 hours spare? <laughs> so just been cutting a bit in that. Lord of the Rings. Um, what else? Started watching The Hobbit. Um, I've been reading, still reading Irvin Welsh's, Irvin Welsh's book, uh, Porno, which is a sequel to Trainspotting. Mm-hmm. I fucking love him. He's my favourite author. Like, um, I found a band on my Spotify discovery called Polish Club or Polish Club. I don't know how it's pronounced because those words are spelled the same. Mm. Um, but they've got an album called... Uh, what was it called? Is it All Right? All Right, All right Already. 
Um, and yeah, one of the songs just popped up, a song called Where You've Been popped up on my um, Spotify Discover playlist. Mm-hmm. And I listened through their album. It's all about, it's a bit indie rock and roll, but it's like quite easy listening. The album's very good. And um, you know, sometimes when you get right into a song that you've not heard for ages, and you listen to it like a couple of times a day just because it's stuck yeah. in your head. You've got a uh, dub Be Good To Me by Beats International. Do, do, and it samples, uh, is it sample Guns of Brixton by The Clash? I'll play a little bit, just so we can. Hmm. Never heard that before. No. Do to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Take me a Just be Sorry. good to me. Oh yeah, all right. Dad. That came up on it as well. So I've been banging that like nonstop. Um, I recently reread a couple of comic books that I had as well. So and I've been watching a lot of Joe Rogan this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he done the Sober October recap. I'm sort of. Quarter of the way through the last fight companion, and I watched some of the Darren Brown one as well. Have you heard <clears> him being interviewed about his show at all? I wonder how much prep he does for his interviews. Very little, I think. You think it, he must be just a but super smart I th- guy? I think he just he doesn't do prep, but he only invites people on that he actually has an interest in. Okay, like he says that I read your book a couple of years ago and I've wanted to talk to you, and I think he says it himself he's not super smart, but. He's very good at memorizing things that smart people have said. Ah, okay. So he does seem, he is an intelligent guy, but he says he's not intelligent in a way that he could figure any of this out, but he can remember a lot of intelligent shit. Okay. <clears throat> he understands a lot of fundamentals, you yeah. know, to complicated stuff. So it's okay that you don't know the super in-depth detail, but you understand enough of the framework to have yeah. a fairly, more than basic understanding mm. of a topic or a subject. Yeah, Super engaging. He's an awesome interviewer, man. Yeah, he's a really, I don't really agree with him on a lot of shit, but I'll, I, I do enjoy the way he thinks. Yeah. I like the way that he pieces together information, and I think it's good that if when I listen to him, I don't necessarily agree with him, but I can always understand how he's come to that conclusion. And don't, don't you think that's what you need in, like, a world leader? Like, and, and I'm not bashing Trump or anybody. I'm just saying, like, I would want someone who's like, I don't know everything, but I'm well, going to sit down it, with the people who do know it, it and Billy we're going to do Connolly, it, right? Billy Connolly said that if you ever want to be a politician, you should not be allowed to. Yeah. The only people who <laughs> be politicians should be ones that would want to do anything else. Because Elon Musk and uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan for president. Yeah. Um, Andy Mack, what about your cellmate? Um... What have I been watching and listening to this week? Uh, well, first thing, you were touching on Lord of the Rings, and so I wanted to mention Peter Jackson, because I sat and watched uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. I watched about 20 minutes of that, man. It was really good. Like, oh, I mean, what's that extreme, about? Extremely powerful stuff. Uh, they taken a lot of uh, First World War footage and recolorized it. Oh, was it. that on BBC? Yeah. So, but, oh, Connie's on, grandma was just telling me about that. On yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. And what was like, really fascinating about it was that the whole thing, there was no... Obviously, all these these men are dead now yeah. um, due to the passage of time. But just the way all the different interviews that these guys had conducted with the Imperial War Museum over the years was used to stitch together the narrative from start to beginning. And yeah. A lot of these men's journeys from signing up to go to the war, again, a lot of them underage, yeah. to then the ones who made it through. And it was, I, I don't know, it was doubly resonant for me, although... I think a lot of people who didn't really know a lot about it watched it, particularly because it had then been recolored. Yes, yeah. 
and a lot of people who weren't sort of aware of their story were left quite and, and rightly so moved by it. Me, on the other hand, was it was slightly colder for me because then, as you guys are well aware, the last two years. I've written and recorded and put together the concept album, which actually covers this very topic mm -hmm. of these guys who were in the PALS battalions, who all signed up in 1914, 1950, mm -hmm. were sent to the Battle of the Somme, and the ones that made it through to the end. And it's all stitched together with a lot of... It was interesting because you hear all the different snippets of the interviews and that. I'm sitting going, I was sitting sat there digging through this very material <laughs> oh, 18 wow. months ago, and I'm sitting going, oh... There's Alf Rizal there. Oh, yeah. There's Donald Hodge there. These oh, are the same wow. guys as interviews. So where did you see it? Well, I actually found my stuff on the internet. I mean, I got into how I ended up writing that album, and it was crazy. I discovered some some letters that had been sent by soldiers in the First World War back home, and mm. then that led me on to YouTube and a couple of documentaries that the BBC had commissioned back in around about 1991. Yeah. So a lot of these guys around that time would have been around about 94, 95 years old at the time they did those interviews. Mm. That then led me to the Imperial War Museum archives, where mm. then I found more interviews and more audio archives of stuff that had been conducted through the years. And it was, for me, although... <sighs> A lot of people, as I say, probably watched that and seen the the story painted like that for the first time. And went, wow, that's incredible! Mm -hmm. As I say, a lot of it for me, I was like, they've done a great job with the color and all that. But the interview stuff, I was like, wow, mm -hmm. I've actually been through a lot of this like this that's already. Crazy. That yeah. that's crazy. I really cannot wait for to drop my major. I can't do it now because my major project isn't due until the end of April when I do my expo as part of my honors. Mm -hmm. But I really, really can't wait to drop this album on people because it, it's just something totally different. That, I thought, was just fantastic. That's um, a great idea for a concept album, first of all. And second of all, I know you're going to do it in April, but like you should hold it until around this time next year for around Remembrance Day. I think a lot of people would like to hear that. You know it what would mean? have been perfect to have gone this year. That was ideally the plan, but the problem is that, as I say, my submission isn't until April 2019. Yeah. And on top of that, I didn't want like, to. I didn't have time to promote oh, okay. it leading up to yeah. that, and to spend time contacting the you know people like the Imperial War Museum, whoever that needs I felt would need to know about this project and would need to be contacted about. Yeah. So the timing didn't line like that, but it's a good idea. Hey ho, it's one of those things. Um, Next thing, I'm going to wait to watch tomorrow. I tried to watch it before I came down and I didn't have time. Shout out to Ali Cook. He's passed this one on. It's a BBC Two one. It's called Slavery, Scotland's Hidden Shame. Oh, so I've that, seen yeah. that message. Yeah, I've not Now, I just said, if I've got time to have a look at this before tonight, I will do. Ali has got Wi-Fi. He's away out to Norway, I think, again. And he's left a fairly substantial piece of... Uh, feedback there on the episode so i'll have a watch of it correlate that with his feedback and then report back next okay, week i'll have a watch too last one because uh, i know i've taken up a wee bit of time there with only two things Dive in. um i just discovered a uk hip-hop group today called free minds mm -hmm. i only discovered them about two hours before i came here what i found was something that made me sit up for the first time in a long time with like proper boom bap old school hip-hop and Ooh. uk hip-hop and go who the fuck is this <laughs> Let's get on it. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, called Free Minds. 
and the track that I found was called Backstabbers because they just released a video for it today. So you'll probably get it on facing that. And other than that, boys, as you're away with everyone else that I've had going on this week, that's pretty much me. So, yeah. The group is called Free Minds. Free Minds, yeah. Okay. Same. Right, well. Job done. Another funny episode. We'd like to wrap it up in the the original centre for Simeon Swashbuckling, Mike's house. Oh, this is it's emotional. It's, it's been a pleasure, Mike. Thanks. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us, putting up with us. Sure, we'll be back here on the weekends where we kind of get a night and you've got your daughters. Yeah, I'm sure we will. But this is the last official who's sesh. Yes. It's been brilliant, boys. It has been. On to uh, greener pastures at the studio. One of the big leagues, boys. One of the big leagues, bigger and better things. Again, we see it every week, but thank you to every single person who has liked, shared. Uh, We had a review from Stosh. Please review our uh, podcast on Facebook, on iTunes. Leave comments on the pod. Bean, get in contact with us at monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, monkeyswordfightpodcast. Twitter, MSF underscore podcast. My Twitter is wagwanpatrice. My Twitter is at underscore M dots. The Instagram is monkey sword fight podcast. All one word, I think. And I'm on Twitter at Macapella. Thank you. It has been a blast. We will catch up with you next week. Take care. Peace. Peace. Uh, let's get ready.